Welcome to the Lost Lowdown Podcast 133 with your host, Claude and Justin. What's up, guys? We are back, continuing our Season 3 commentary series with Episode 303, Further Instructions. Hell yes, finally we get to watch this one. Finally, <laughs> the world's favorite Lost episode. Yeah, right? no one, oh man. I can't even tell you how excited I was when this episode was going to come on. You remember the day? I Well, of course, no, I don't. But I do remember that uh, the setup for this was uh, question mark, I think. There was, uh, uh, like, one of the dreams was, like, you go here and, like, await further instructions. Yeah. And uh, that's what they're – that's what they're quoting. And so it was like, oh, it's going to be one of those cool episodes where, like, they interact with the island, quote, unquote, and, you know, Locke's going to get to pursue his his quest or whatever journey he's on right now, you know. I mean, I was very naive at the time. Oh, we all were. And, and, and you know, the, the, the others uh, have become, like, a bit more – boring you know like now that we see them mm-hmm. up close like the the first, first clubs and such yeah yeah exactly well i mean like the first scene was still kind of cool and interesting but especially with the cages and you know seeing the rank and file others yeah. like they just they got more just like normal yeah yeah down to earth yeah like standard bad guys you know yeah. And it's like that's not how they seemed in season two. These people obviously leave footprints. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And it's like, how do they even? Like, someone should have been like Juliet. Like, can you just walk right now? <laughs> <laughs> like, I just want to see how your foot like <laughs> leaves an imprint on the ground or not. Because yeah, it's not really that's so. Hypothesis here. Exactly. And this was us checking in on what happened after the hatch imploded. Mm-hmm. And I was super interested in how that would go, you know, because – purple, people. It was a purple sky. The sky turned purple. Whatever you saw, just shut up. The sky turned shut purple. <laughs> you don't know what purple looks like. <laughs> yeah, learn your colors and then come watch our show. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, it it like I was I was super hyped for this episode. Um and uh I can't tell you what kind of a disappointment it was at the time. <laughs> Cuz it was just like, "Oh my god, really? Like he's going to go rescue Echo from a polar bear?" Like, are you uh, kidding me? Oh, yeah. No, I yeah, it's all coming back to me now. Um that was really probably I mean God, there's so many bad missions on this show. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, Sawyer, the tree frog come to mind. Yep, yep. <laughs> but, uh, but I would say definitely rescuing, uh, Echo from the polar bear was, 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 was one of the biggest, like, what the fuck? What are we, huh? <laughs> why is the polar bear, why is, why is there a polar bear? <laughs> you know, before when it was like, why is there a polar bear it was an interesting mystery. Yeah. It was just like stupid. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like all of a sudden the polar bear is kidnapping people. Like, what? 
Like, it's just, it makes no oh, sense. Oh, well, of course the theory has to be that, which I'm sure we said before, the, the polar bear is man in black. Ah, <laughs> right? Oh, my God. You know what? <laughs> that shit's plausible. It really is. That's, that's the problem with this show in a nutshell. Now that you say it out loud, yeah. it had never occurred to me, but <laughs> I think that's probably the best theory that I've ever heard. Okay, well, now we can rewatch this episode and think about the the plausibility of uh the polar bear being uh uh Titus Welliver. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, I I definitely think that, you know, when Locke goes into the the sweat lodge or whatever, and I love how like I I mean, every story does this, but where they just randomly invent something and act like they knew about it the whole time. Mm-hmm. You know, suddenly Locke's like, I got to build a sweat lodge, you know, and like he never does that again. He never did that before. And it's just like, OK, whatever. Fine. Build a sweat lodge. And so he does that. And then he goes and talks to Boone. Yep. You know, I definitely think that that is Men in Black. Yeah, yeah. It totally fits. It's the dead person. It's like giving Locke instructions on what to do. It's it it knows stuff that like it, he really shouldn't know. Like he's gonna give information about what's going on with Jack and Sawyer and and Kate and also like uh, Saeed and and Jin and Son. Like a lot of stuff Locke doesn't know about, mm-hmm. you know. And so uh, it it really, I would say, yeah, and he's the one that gives Locke the mission to rescue Echo, and we know that Echo is going to be immediately pursued by the smoke monster, you know, as soon as he arrives back. Yeah, yeah, and this is coming off of, you know, the, the whole Echo wanting to press the button and Locke mm-hmm. not wanting to press the button and that yep. whole argument there. So. And that was manipulated by the Man in Black as well. Exactly, yeah. So it's a continuation of the Man in Black, I guess, wanting to try to use Echo to his uh, advantage. And yeah. uh, maybe that whole confrontation with confessing is is literally, uh, you know, trying to get Echo to, you know um, – how should I say it? Uh, you know, bend to his will. Submit, yeah. Submit, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, though, no, I think that's how I have to see it. And I really think that if he, if the actor didn't want to leave, then mm-hmm. he probably would have submitted and we would have got to see, like, I think, I think there would have been more of Echo's manipulation tying in with Locke and it would have been, I think the story might have been a little more, I don't know, dynamic. <laughs> Yeah, and I wonder if the confession was was because I think before you kind of see the confession as uh, a good versus evil thing or mm-hmm. good people versus bad people that whole dichotomy mm-hmm. that doesn't really work anymore. But but I think you can also look at it as just man in black using lingo that Echo understands. You know, right. this is this is who what his character is entrenched in this this religious idea. So I'll use he scanned his, his brain against him. Exactly, scan his brain. Brain scan one on one. And so he totally uh, knows that – and he does the same thing with Richard, by the way. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know, that whole thing of <clears throat> I will tell you Jacob's the devil and I will appeal to what you already believe in to make you do what I want. Exactly. You know, and that's – I mean he does that with Locke. I mean he does that with everyone. Yeah. You know, like that's his thing. So it totally makes sense. You know, but I think they pushed like maybe the Echo story would have ended up there eventually, but I think they just kind of put it on fast forward. 
Mm-hmm. Because, uh, yeah, because actor didn't want to be on the show anymore. Yeah. And, uh, it's kind of too bad. I mean, it would have been a different show. I guess I'm, I'm fine without came out. Obviously, I'm still here in 2014. But, <laughs> you know, it's, it's interesting to think of alternate universe lost where Echo doesn't die so fast. Yeah, I wonder if we would have still had the same confession scene, but he would have confessed, and then Man in Black would have said, okay, well, now you'll do what I say. Now I want you to go do X, Y, Z. Yeah. You know? um, which I, I don't know what, turn, turn of Donkey Wheel, or I don't mm-hmm. know what. But um, Yeah, I mean, I think the plot would have had to change a bit, but I wonder yeah. how that – I mean, it probably would have arrived at similar points. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, which is, it would have been interesting to have Echo as a player in that whole thing, because I think he has a different perspective from, you know, the other characters that end up involved in it, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, I think he created an interesting dynamic while he was there. Yeah, and it um, is interesting to see, you know, again, we have Locke, this man of faith, but he's not actually religious. Right. He has faith in his own selfish <laughs> need for a purpose. Yeah. Uh, but then you have Eka, who is religious, yeah. uh, uh, by, by guilt, by way of guilt, right? He wasn't religious when he was a warlord. Right. But or even, guilt. like, right before they crashed on the island. Yeah, exactly. So, but then he finds some faith, and then, so it's interesting that, that he is literally a man of faith. Yeah. Literally and figuratively, and then Man in Black trying to use that, but then juxtapose a Locke, who is, quote-unquote, the man of faith on the show, who isn't really religious, but yet has, you know, has wavering faith, really. And again, there you go. Like this idea of true faith, not needing justification, not needing supporting details, not mm-hmm. needing at every single step, uh, uh, reassurance, yeah. which is faith. Confirmation, versus, affirmation. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Versus Locke who's like, pat me on the back. I have mm-hmm. faith. It's like, no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. Faith should mean you don't need that. Exactly. It's, yeah, it's supposed to fulfill itself. It's supposed mm-hmm. to be its own kind of reward. Like, if it's not enough for you, then you don't really have faith. <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah, if, like, Jesus was like, oh, I'm the Messiah because God is telling me I am. But then if God stops talking or, or showing up in his life, then it's, and then if Jesus was like, oh, I guess I'm not. You know, that's not the <laughs> savior I think most Christians would want. Right. Um, <laughs> Yeah, well, but I would have to agree. <laughs> if he's like, oh, no, the Romans are coming, I guess I'm not the son of God. Mm-hmm. Um, that wouldn't exactly be the kind of um, figure that would last for 2,000 years. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I it's guess not- what I'm saying is Locke isn't going to be a religious figure in uh, human religion 2,000 years from now. <laughs> I hope I'm not, you know, spoiler alert, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wow, what a spoiler! Um, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think uh, I think that's we're all hoping for that. But... Yeah, we're not gonna have lockism, but lockism yes. uh... <laughs> <laughs> will, will be having faith and then changing your mind when mm-hmm. something doesn't go your way. I, you know, and I think I think that's uh, I think that's the thing about. Locke being the man of faith and Jack being the man of science that, you know, Locke, uh, he's duped too easily, as they say many times. And like, but he loses confidence in his own beliefs very, just as easily. Yeah. You know, and so 
I I really don't think he's a man of faith. I mean, I feel like that's what he wants to believe of himself. And and you can't blame him because of his past, because nothing he's ever yeah. built himself upon was ever was ever uh, sound. Yeah. You know, he can't. You know, I think there's some 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 basic psychology going on here where his whole origin of being is up for grabs. You know. Uh, he's been yeah. duped and tricked about how he was conceived. He's duped and mm-hmm. tricked about his relationship with his father. So he's got this fundamental, uh, disbelief in his own right. being. Right. Uh, who he should be and what. And if he, if something says, hey, go this way, he'll go that way if it seems like yeah. it'll benefit him. But, but, but if it, if it says, okay, go that way and then walk that journey by yourself, he's like, no, 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 no. I'm, I, I don't know what that means. I can't do that. But you know he he desperately wants that that purpose and that connection, and so even with his father, like even after he takes his kidney, he still goes back to him and yeah. still yeah, like yeah, yeah, because it, it's that insecurity. You know, it's it's almost like an you know it is an abusive relationship. You know, yeah. but it's almost like a traditional domestic abuse situation of like it's the insecurity that keeps him coming back. You yeah. know, even if he knows better, even if he feels like he should do something else, at least he knows what he'll get out of that. Even if it's not what he wants, he'll right. know, he'll, he, he'll know, cause his father showed him time and time again what he'll give him, mm-hmm. which is a, which is a hard time or maybe a push out of a window or yeah. maybe a felt kidney, you know. Yeah, I mean, it seems like only that, like, stopped him from trying to get his father's approval, you know? Yeah. It's like, wow, why did it have to go that far? Like, damn. You know, like, get a hint, you know? And I kind of feel like that's what happens on the island, too. Like, he he's constantly wrong about things. Oh he's constantly God. led you're, astray. You're, you're, you're nailing the, 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 the nail on the head. Basically, Man in Black is another father figure. Yeah. yeah. Another person who he shouldn't trust. Yeah. Another person who's tricking him for for their own gain. Yeah, and he's, and he's he doesn't see it until it's, uh, uh, Michael. I mean, uh, Michael Emerson, but uh, Ben too. Mm-hmm. You know, someone who's using him for his own gain. He doesn't see it too too mm-hmm. late. And again, we've said it before. Locke is the most tragic character on this show. Yeah, he's, his his beginning is tragic. The middle is tragic, and his end <laughs> is tragic. Like, yep, like his high points are like. When he was teaching Walt how to throw a knife and yep. smiling with the orange, you yep. know, and it's all downhill from there. It's true. You know, it's even true. when he was working at the box company, nobody took him seriously. He's yep. pretending these war games he's playing, you know, military. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's, it's so – It's I just want to cry for this guy. I, yeah. I can't even think of any more tragic characters, like, yeah. in history. Like, it's just insane. Even yeah. Jesus is like, hey, I had a good run-up before the end. It's true. It's true. It's true. It was bad in the final days, but at least, like, the early days and the middle days. And, and, and he got to come back. So even if true. it was bad in the final days, he did come back after that. So he true. still got the last laugh. And that's the ultimate fuck you, I think, that even after he's dead, they're yeah. still shitting on him because they – they have the man in back pretend to be him resurrected. Yeah, and and that's funny. That's another Jesus uh, yes. situation of like, yeah, he he came back from the dead, but it wasn't him. Yeah, he, was, he made his legacy worse. Yeah, you know, his, his legacy was to cause more harm and misery to people, and not be a leader and a messiah for you know good. Uh, it's really, God, these people were so sadistic. To yeah. Him. 
character. It's a, it's really extreme. It's like, yeah. wow, I can't believe how much they <laughs> just like destroyed his character. Just destroyed everything. Yeah, and like any hope we had for him was was misplaced. Yeah. You know, like, we were as duped as he was if we thought that he was on a path of, you know, redemption and being, you know, somehow uh, finally uh, affirmed or given some kind of larger purpose or, you know, Mm -hmm. role to play. Like, he really ends up, you know, it's the others who, it's like Jack and other people who get to fill that role. He really gets nothing. Yeah, the people who never really wanted it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, you know, I, I think that, I think that with Jack, although he takes forever to believe, and obviously he's pretty stubborn about that for a long time, once he's on board, I mean, once he believes, he's really committed to it. Yeah. You know, and so he doesn't, he doesn't get shaken by doubt constantly. And so once he's ready to like accept, um, his purpose and all that, it actually, you know, comes to fruition. Yeah. You know, and, well, and that, uh, that goes back to why their characters are different is, you know, man in black didn't try to control Jack in the same way because Jack wasn't as controllable. Yeah. I do think it's kind of strange that he, he appears as Jack's dad to Locke, you know, mm-hmm. but he never appears as Jack's dad to Jack, except perhaps the one time off islands, you know, well, and in the beginning, right? When he, when he oh, came, right. <laughs> Good point. Right at the beginning. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, but I feel like I feel like that beginning was. I, 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 I mean, they didn't really write this, but I kind of felt like it was. He was testing the math to see how how gullible he was, and mm-hmm. and he wasn't that gullible. Yeah. So he moved on the lock. Yeah. You know, um, I do think there's something there, but um, yeah, but I, I, think thought, you're right. I thought you were, I thought what you were going to say was. He never appeared to Locke as Locke's dad. Yes, that is what I was going for. Okay. Yeah. Just, it's just kind of surprising that, uh, you know, Locke's interactions with him were a lot in the form of Jack's dad. Yeah. And not in the form of his own dad, exactly. Like, cause yeah. I, I feel like that could have been, you know, that would have made it even more literal. I mean, I think having it as Jack's dad already gets the point across that you were saying that he is kind of a father figure for him. Mm-hmm. But if it was actually his own dad, then it could have been even more, you know, uh, uh, that point could have been more stronger. And, you know, I always I always felt like him as Jack's dad, he never – I feel like they never, like, exploited that as much as they should have, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Like, it feels like he's Jack's dad when no one knows who he is. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's a weird, yeah, there's that weird kind of, um, production aspect of the show, right? Of like, okay, we will, we want to use the actor who plays Christian, right. so we'll use him, you know, versus like, you know, he's a series, you know, regular re- recurring character, so we'll, yeah. we have the contract versus Locke's dad, who's like a guest star. Mm-hmm. You know, so there's that weird thing of, it's a, you know, it's a production, so there's, 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 uh, limitations there. But um, yeah, it is. It is. It is strange that he. That that's kind of the one one of the big um, scenarios where Man in Black doesn't exploit um, the the victim by using somebody the victim knows. Yeah. You know, which is what he usually does. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. 
Exactly. It's strange because, you know, with Echo, he uses Yemi, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and uh, I, with Richard, he uses his wife, you know, like it's it's with Ben, he uses Locke. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, but it, it, yeah, it's it's weird that for a while he just takes the form of someone that the character doesn't even know. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Um, and it just, it feels a little off, like something, <laughs> something's amiss there mm-hmm. in terms of the, the, the MO, you know? Yeah, it's an outlier in his, in his MO. Yeah. I mean, I, I think maybe he's, he's supposed to be, uh, uh, Walt at the end of this season. That, that works a little more for Locke, I think. Yeah. Um, and Boone, definitely. Yeah, for sure. Which is what he's going to do in this episode. But yeah, the Christian era for Man in Black, I think it they don't quite it doesn't quite work the way it should, you know. The only thing they get out of that or I should say the big thing they get out of that is when Locke is gonna leave the island and then Christian gets to say tell tell my son I said hello or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like that works because that's supposed to help <laughs> that's supposed to help Locke, you know, give Locke a tool to help convince Jag. Right. But that actually doesn't even work. So it's yeah. weird. Yeah, yeah, and there's no follow-through on that, you know? That was one of my big disappointments, that when um, Jack finally sits down with the Man in Black and has this big talk, and it's like, okay, now I'm going to ask you some questions, and we're going to have some exposition where, like, Mm -hmm. I reveal things. His big question was, you know, was that you that I saw early on, you know, the the White Rabbit stuff? Yeah. And he's like, yup. You know, it's like, okay, uh... Eh, I think we could have guessed that, and that doesn't really help us much. I What I wanted him to realize, and I feel like on screen he never realized this, was, was that you who said, say hello to my son, to Locke? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, that's the – I feel like that's a more interesting question to have answered. Yeah. Even though yeah. I think the answer is clearly the same, but at least for Jack – it's more important to the plot. Exactly. It's way more important to the plot. Because for Jack, like, that means something different. You know, that I mean, that changes what's going on. Like, when Locke comes back, it means that he was sent there by this guy, you know, yeah. and he was told to say that by this guy. And that yeah. really puts a different perspective on them having to go back. Yeah, exactly. You know, and, like, that could have been a source of interesting conflict for Jack, but it just it just doesn't even come up, yeah. you know. He never cares. And I found that kind of disappointing that they don't. You know, it sort of seems like it motivates Jack early on, and there's a whole thing with Locke serving as a proxy for Christian, and like they, 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 you know, they, they work around the edges of that idea, but they never really nail it home. Yeah, you nail know? it home. Yeah, <laughs> and he doesn't appear. He appear, continues to appear as Locke. He's stuck that way or whatever. We never get to see him try to use that against Jack. You know, openly. And yeah. and that would be the obvious person if he wanted to take the form of Jack's dad. It should be for Jack. And early on he does it, but it's kind of before any of his plans are fully in motion. Mm-hmm. You know. Well, speaking of, uh, we're kind of in that territory. Before we started the podcast, we were kind of talking about Locke and Jack and Man in Black and how the show ended and stuff. So we want, we want to get back to that topic and. Yeah. So like I was originally I I recently at the end of July like tw- the Twin Peaks Blu-ray set came out and so 
um, I was watching that and just thinking about, because it was something I compared Lost to a lot as it went along, um, especially in terms of answers and mythology and how it ends, you know. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I don't want to spoil Twin Peaks, but, like, at the end of Twin Peaks, there is a Wait, hold on, hold on. If you haven't seen Twin Peaks, go watch all of it. We'll wait. <laughs> And, okay, now we're ready. <laughs> I would love to know, like, the person who paused the podcast, <laughs> went to watch the entire series, and then came back. <laughs> that would be awesome. There, there, there are heroes, for sure. <laughs> yes. Gold star for you. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I'm just going to be very vague so that I don't really spoil anything. But, you know, basically there's, at the end of the series, there's a... There's a, a confrontation, a, a journey into the unknown and the strangeness that has been going on in the series, you know, since yeah, the beginning. The, the fundamental origin of the strangeness. Exactly, exactly. And and you really get to see the main character, like, confront this, like, directly, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's this weird, interesting – I mean, it's David Lynch, so it's it's kind of just on a different – wavelength from what lost will ever do yeah and so that's you know that's one thing but i always that's what i wanted out of lost i mean when i imagined the end of the series i always imagined jack um having some similar kind of thing where he really like journeys into and this kind of happens but he journeys into you know some secret place on the island and he has some interaction with the crazy mysterious forces that are there, you know, Mm -hmm. and we really get to see, like, finally, you know, the strangeness in its full glory, you know, and that's, at least early on, like, that's kind of something that I, that I, that's where I thought the series would be heading. It wouldn't necessarily be like Twin Peaks, but we'd at least have that satisfaction, you know. Yeah. This journey into the, the strange heart of what makes this island crazy, you know, and yeah, they kind of did that, but it was so much, you know, <laughs> it didn't, it didn't really, it didn't really happen that way. Yeah. And, and what I was saying was it would have been interesting because they, they kind of had that in a bit. They had the elements of that, but instead what they decided to do was the, you know, Dale Cooper, Colin McLaughlin's character, main character in Twin Peaks goes to this place where the fundamental supernatural thing is has that confrontation that that's analogous to uh jack fighting Locke, who's a man in black who looks like Locke at the end in the cliffs yeah but you know they decided to turn that into an action sequence which eh, it worked fine yeah uh and then the second part of that was they had desmond in the light cave which is really more analogous to the place Cooper yeah goes to in twin peaks yeah. Uh, and, and then he, you know, he does the whole thing and he pulls the plug and all that stuff. And what I was saying earlier off podcast was that's what they should have had Jack do. They should have Jack be the one to go into the light cave. Yeah. The light cave takes him to a flash sideways sort of place like we see in the finale. And Christian is there, but it's not Christian. It's man in black. You know, it, it is the yeah. evil incarnate that we have been hearing so much about. Yeah. And now we have Jack in this metaphysical place having a confrontation, not a non-action sort of confrontation yeah. with the fundamental force on the island that, right. that, that is Im- imposing its will. And that would have been a lot more interesting. Instead, they decided to split. They decided to make Desmond this weird quasi hero 
you know, instead of giving Jack all the focus, they, I, I guess, uh, the constant, you know, everyone loves the, I don't mm-hmm. know why Desmond got so much, you know, why couldn't, why couldn't Jack been the one who's, uh, you know, has this, uh, electromagnetism, mm-hmm. uh, power, you know, why yeah. not? Yeah, Yeah, and I feel like they were forcing Desmond into the story because, like, his character was done. Yeah. Once he gets off the island, even after the constant, like, he's he's so finished with the the island and the show in general. And it's like the show (laughs) keeps, like, dragging him back, you know? Yeah. Like, the island's not done with you, and by the island I mean the writers. The writers, yeah. (laughs) Like, they want you to play this role, and so you're going to have to do it whether you like it or not. Yeah. You know, and yeah, I agree. I mean, it's kind of forced. And I, I mean, they did, I know that they did improvise. Like, Desmond originally was not intended to be, I mean, like Ben, he was not intended to be such a big character mm-hmm. as he became. And I, I do think that they, they liked him in season two, and, uh, they made him a series regular in season three. And, uh, yeah, once they did the constant, I think his place on the show was solidified. Yeah, because imagine they, they still oh, say that that's their favorite episode. Yeah, whatever. So <laughs> I know, I know. It's like I, I just, I think it's really overrated. It's not bad. It's a good episode, but damn, yeah. you know. Yeah, exactly. But damn, I feel like it's the only thing you say to that. <laughs> uh, I, I would imagine this as a scene. Jack, Jack realizes the way to depower. Uh, man in black who looks like Locke, who's in Locke's body, whatever. <laughs> Do we even know anymore? Uh, I guess he's not in Locke's body because Locke's body right. is separate. But, um, so we do know that. But, um, yeah. imagine if he's like, okay, I gotta find the light cave and I gotta pull the plug. Um, imagine if Locke slash man in black tries to stop him. So they're both in the light cave. Mm-hmm. They're wrestling over the plug. And they both go to a flash yeah. sideways. And then instead of it looking like Christian, he looks like Titus Welliver. Yeah. You know, and then you can have your – I feel like there's ways you could have, you could have had that that kind of good versus evil confrontation battle over the island uh, and not have it literally be a fist fight on the cliff. Yeah. You know, yeah. which wasn't that great. You no. know, like it wasn't – you know, yeah. It would have – they could have gotten away with so much more interesting stuff if it was in some weird – supernatural metaphysical realm yeah uh you know versus uh, i'm just gonna like do a jumping punch and punch <laughs> you and like i mean i like the jump punch but even that was disappointing because like they came back from the commercial and the jump punch turned into just like Bleh. a regular punch yeah yeah I and mean, he just kind of pushes him and it's like that's it <laughs> yeah like yeah that fight isn't nearly cool enough for that se- for to like be the the climactic fight of the series. And you know what? That would have made so much more sense if oh my god, why didn't I write this show? <laughs> <laughs> for a lot of reasons. <laughs> um, <laughs> Don't start naming any. <laughs> Don't start naming so many reasons. Um why didn't they Oh god, this would have been so much better. Why didn't they have like I said, the setup is Man in Black you know, I'll, I'll just say Locke. I want to say Man in Black, but I'll say Locke. Yeah. And Jack in the light cave. They're wrestling over the cork, <laughs> the plug mm-hmm. or whatever. They and and they go into the realm where the evil incarnate came from. Yeah. So whoever leaves is the one who gets to control the island. And basically, my point being, 
put the evil back where it came from. Yeah. You know, and 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 like so, Jack and then Jack and Man in Black have their fight in this in this flash sideways whatever realm, and then Jack wins. He comes out of it. You know, he's he's gonna die, but he comes out of it, and then the smoke monster's gone. You know, because yeah. it's stuck back where it came from. Right. Like that would have made so much more sense. Yeah. That that he had to put the the evil back where it came from. Yeah. And yeah. back in the cork. Absolutely. Instead of just kicking him off a cliff. Instead of kicking him off a cliff. Yeah. Because because still the evil's out, right? Mm-hmm. Or that is isn't... it like it's vague and I don't even know what we're supposed to think? Like, did the evil it, it, did it like reform back in the cave or is it gone now? Like they don't even talk about it. Wow. It's not clear. Yeah, no, um, that would have made so much more sense if it's like, no, we gotta, or, or like, we gotta trick it back into the cave. You know, somehow we gotta lure him back to where mm-hmm. it all started and yeah. then trap it there and leave it there. You know, the thing is, they don't even ever know that, that that's what happened. You know, they don't yeah. know that that's where the smoke monster was created. Yeah. You know? Cause he doesn't tell them and they never, you know, they never find it out. So like, I, first of all, I wish they had found that out. Yeah. Uh, second of all, like, you know, Jacob tells them or Jacob tells Richard who tells that, them. Or that something. could have been the mission Jacob gave, uh, Jack before Jacob mm-hmm. died. You know, when he's back yes. for like five minutes, he could have said, listen, this is the place where it all happened and this yeah. is where it's gotta end. You've gotta get him back to the light cave. Yeah. And even, and even, and that still would have worked because Jacob didn't really know how it happened. He knew, he, mm-hmm. he knew what he saw. Right. But he didn't, he didn't, he wouldn't even have to have known the details of how to like get Man in Black back or whatever. He just knows, listen, I know it came from here. It needs to go back there for yeah. this whole story to end. And Jack gets it. God, <laughs> I'm so <laughs> upset. <laughs> No, it's so simple. It's right in their face. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it's like they were almost there. Yeah. And uh, another thing I really like about this idea is that, well, just aside from like it satisfies what I wanted most from the end of the show, which is good enough. um, (laughs) It it also like it tied something I was really disappointed in about the Flash Sideways is that it never really tied in with the island. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I, I always wanted there to be a connection there. And this idea of like uh, Christian showing up and it's man in black and then he turns to Titus Welliver. So, like uh, they they flirted with that idea. You know, they had uh, they had son being wheeled into the hospital and she sees Locke and she goes, it's him. It's him. Mm-hmm. You know, and so it's like it's almost and then there there was this moment where. Uh, in the in the finale, in the final episode, where like uh, Locke like opens his eyes on the hospital bed and he goes, "It worked," you know, yeah. and like for half a second you think, "Oh my god!" Like the man in black transported the flash sideways, you know, <laughs> like it almost seems like something that crazy might happen, mm-hmm. you know, and I feel like they they openly like suggested that that might be a possibility. Yeah, you know, that there might be a connection between, um, you know, also having Desmond hit Locke with the car, mm-hmm. you know, like that was another thing where I was like, why is he doing that? Yeah. You know, and it made it seem like he's connecting with the man in black, Locke with the man in black, you know, and uh, but so it's like it's like they were, again, just just on the edge of a good idea that they never <laughs> 
that they never realized, you know? Yeah. And like having, um, yeah, having a metaphysical confrontation that they could have, uh, tied in with the flash sideways and the island, had Jack have the confrontation with his father finally, have like a strangeness, a metaphysical crazy confrontation instead of a boring fight on a cliff. Which, yeah. like, you can see in any number of Anything. action movies or other scenes in Lost. I was just going to say, or other <laughs> Lost, yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, I think the Desmond Kelvin fight yep, is better. That's exactly what I was thinking of, yep. <laughs> you know, and it's like, why is that? Or, like, Saeed and Kimi's fight, you know, like. Oh, my God, what a great fight. It's it's better, you know, and it's like, it shouldn't be. You should yeah, not. Yeah, that really shouldn't be. Like, random goon from season four should not be better. Honestly, I mean, besides the stuff Man of Black did, like, tricking people, Kimi, Kimi was so much a better villain. Yeah. You know? Like, he was so much more threatening in the moment. Yes. Uh, yes. You know, because the Man of Black it. wouldn't take credit for anything. He was just always like, I'm not doing anything. What's your What's problem? Yeah, exactly. Kimi would have been like, yeah, I did it. I did all of it. I did stuff I didn't even do. Right? Exactly. Exactly. Like, why not? Yeah, it was me. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Was it bad? I did it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's like, why? It's just, it was frustrating. That, that he just refused to acknowledge, like, anything as being yeah. his fault, you know? It's just like, why is he like that? I don't know. It just, yeah, it made him less threatening. Yeah, for sure. Because he, he wouldn't, he wouldn't take on, like, they played the, like, the music was good, and yeah, the idea, the idea of him is, like, really scary and interesting, but the way they executed it, <laughs> Mm-hmm. You know, again, it's like they're they're so close to good ideas. So close. If it's it was like, a snake, it would have bit him. Yes, yes. Because I, I mean, the idea of, and again, like they have something like this. Um, uh, they have something like this in Twin Peaks. I mean, this is an idea that. Uh, I mean, it goes back, but I mean, the idea of this this crazy force that can take the form of dead people that you knew and use it against you. Like it's scary, you know, and who also can invade your dreams, (laughs) you know, like, and, and read your mind, (laughs) like all that stuff on paper, on paper, the man in black is terrifying. It's the stuff Stephen King does well. Yeah. Yeah. It is totally like that, you know? Like, it has a ton of things in common with Man in Black, and I'm sure that that's not a coincidence, mm-hmm. you know? But uh, the way they realize it is just so much less frightening, yeah. you know, than, than it was. And it's like, why? Like, it, 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 it knows how to prey on your fears. It knows how to, like, use your dead loved ones against you. It's like, it can take the form of these things and create these scenarios and invade your dreams. And it's like, why is it so, like, mundane and boring when when it's on screen and finally, like, executing its final plan? Mm-hmm. I think the big answer there is that at the end of the day, they didn't want a man in black to be evil incarnate. They want, yeah. you know, back to our fundamental theory about loss of, you know, uh, all these things being your perspective and the meaning mm-hmm. you place on it. I think I think it's, it's a more interesting idea uh, to have evil incarnate not really be evil. It's also less interesting. Yeah. <laughs> it's less scary. Uh, Definitely less the, scary. The, stake, the stakes aren't as big. 
Yeah. Uh, if you're just if you're just fighting someone who people say is evil, yeah. but no one can prove is evil. And by the way, they don't even think they're evil. Yeah. You know, and oh. it makes yeah, sorry, it sorry. make it makes his character uh I guess more dimensional uh mm-hmm. or, or more more relatable, I I mean. Yeah. Uh, but it doesn't make it more interesting. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Yeah, it makes him more complex, I guess, but yeah, it's 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 not it's not as scary and it's not it's somehow not as interesting for him as an antagonist. Yeah. You know, and uh the thing I forgot to mention that I just realized was the claiming, you know, the <laughs> idea of not only does he do everything I just mentioned, but he can take control of you somehow. You know, he can invade your your mind and your spirit in such a way that you turn evil. You yeah. know, that idea is scary as shit. He made Claire leave her baby in the woods. Yes. I mean, and that's a pretty crazy thing. Yes, exactly. Exactly. And and uh yeah, the way uh uh Danielle's team was acting like it's 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 a really frightening idea and it's like but why is this execution and also when they bring it up he's just like i I don't do that what are you talking about you know it's like what what (laughs) like i don't and then it's just like oh man it's just up to your interpretation you know like maybe they just did it because they thought they were evil but they really weren't you know like (laughs) what (laughs) Oh, yikes. You know, it's just about what you believe, man. And it's like, that's totally in the spirit of the show, as we have discovered. But it's also, and it's like interesting in a way, and I appreciate it. And here I am talking about it. But, uh, yeah, as a, in terms of like impact, in terms of like what's interesting to watch on screen. (laughs) Yeah. I kind of would have preferred the other thing. You know, this idea of him doing those things makes him terrifying as a as an antagonist as someone they have to fight you know yeah and it would have been interesting if they had the same thing they have on the show but maybe it's about man in black realizing he is evil maybe he didn't Mm -hmm. maybe okay fine he doesn't take credit because he doesn't know but then they show dude you're claiming people yeah you might not be thinking you're claiming Mm -hmm. but you're claiming people dude you're doing this and you're doing that yeah maybe that would have been interesting for him to realize oh crap when i you know when I went into that light cave and I came out as a smoke monster, okay, I am different. Mm-hmm. You know, like maybe that, that kind of been an interesting little angle to have what they showed us, but to actually re- make him realize, uh, that, that there is something to, legitimately to fear that's not interpretational. Right. And the start of that could have been Jacob telling him, uh, look, brother, when I push <laughs> you into that cave, I I I turned you into an evil force, and that's why I can't let you leave the island. Yeah, or you know? or evil force got attached to you. Yeah, and we need to get this evil force off of you. I don't know how, yeah. but, but I can't. Leave. I can't let you leave until I I separate you from this evil. Yeah, like as a as a reasonable, can't you understand like why that has to be contained? Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like I just want to trap you because mother said so, or I just want to trap you because I don't know why. It's I want to trap you because this force is evil incarnate, and if it's released in the world, it could be catastrophic. And they almost said that, but no yeah. one ever said it to Man in Black. Yeah. You know, and it's like, so he's just like, why can't I leave? And it's like, there's no, he doesn't answer. 
you know? Yeah. And maybe he doesn't believe it at first. Maybe Jacob tells him and he's like, yeah, bullshit, you know? Like, I'm I'm getting off, you mm-hmm. know? But maybe, right, like, he gradually realizes that that is what happened in the cave and that he really was changed. Yeah. And, like, now he's got this evil attached to him. And, like, yeah, I think that would have been more interesting if they wanted to like make him still a complex character not just pure evil but like someone who was infected himself yeah you know and and then got the power to do that to others and stuff like that yeah and they could have even gone so far as to say the evil incarnate is playing tricks on him yeah you know yeah absolutely absolutely like it's kind of infected him to do things that you know, he wouldn't have done if he were just the man he used to be. Yeah. You know, and they could have still, so they could have still saved the idea that it's just a human being ultimately, you know, it's just this guy. But since they made it so ambiguous as to like even doubt whether the evil exists, (laughs) (laughs) like then if the evil doesn't exist, it's just this guy who got mm-hmm. some weird powers. It's yeah. like, you know, it's like a comic book movie or something. It's just like he's yeah. a supervillain, you know, mm-hmm. and we just have to defeat him. We have to find somebody to disa- – we got to find the kryptonite. Yeah, find his kryptonite and then beat him, up, beat, beat him up when he's next to the kryptonite and yeah. then kill him and then he's over with. And that's basically what happens. <clears throat> yeah. You know, and it's just like that's – it just seems so disappointing. <laughs> Yeah. You know, because it's like, that's all it's down to in the end? Like, some guy with weird powers? Like, really? And that would have been nice to see uh, when they do move the cork, like the like the smoke monster being sucked back into it or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Totally. I think, I feel like they, yeah, they, I mean, they just flubbed that whole thing. It was really, it's really weird. Like, the cork unplugs, and then he becomes physical, but he's Locke? Like, mm-hmm. I feel like what should have happened is, like what you said, they unplug the cork, and he becomes Titus Welliver. Yeah, that's what should have happened. That would have made more sense. Yeah. You know? Because he like, doesn't have the power, so why would yeah. he look like Locke? Exactly, exactly. He should revert back to what he was before, you yeah. know? And it's like, again, it feels like it was... It was Terry O'Quinn is the regular on the show, you know, like, yeah, he's been the face of Man in Black and they're not going to abandon that in the last episode. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like it's more practical reasons because I feel like it just makes more sense for him to revert to Titus Welliver. Yeah. And like finally get to be again the man that he was before. Mm -hmm. And And I said it before, like. They really should have had Locke, the spirit of Locke, somehow come back and help help yeah. with that fight or something. That would have been a nice little final vindication for his character of like, well, at least you did something positive on this damn show. Yes, especially because the, you know, I mean, they, they showed that there were like real ghosts and spirits hanging out on the island whispering, you yep. know. And if anyone was going to not be able to move on. <laughs> oh, geez. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> It would have been Locke, you know? So it's like, yeah, I, I totally agree. I think that would have been really nice, you know? Because I, I feel like I feel like Michael tried to get his redemption, you know? Mm-hmm. And he did the best he could holding that, that bomb off from being blown up until the last second. And I feel like he felt like – and Christian shows up again inexplicably and tells him, you can go now. Like on some level, he should feel fulfilled. 
Yeah. You know, by like trying to help them, saving some of them and, you know, getting some kind of redemption for what he did, you know, versus versus Locke, who who died thinking, I don't understand. (laughs) It's like, why is he able to move on? You know, like it just it just doesn't really add up. Yeah. You know, and I, yeah, I think it would have been better if he gets his vindication by helping them on the island. And then that's why he's able to move on. Exactly. You know, like that would have been so much more satisfying for the viewer and for the character, you know, mm-hmm. who never got, you know, because that's another thing we've brought up many times. I mean, he never got answers, you Nothing. know, he never understood what was happening. And so, Literally. yeah. Yeah, exactly. And so it's like if he's a, a a ghost on the island, then he's like seeing stuff happening and he's getting his answers. Yeah. In addition to being able to help. Like, yeah, goddammit. <laughs> <laughs> Why you can't we have that it show? Mad- is it maddening? It's so it is. Uh, it's, so it's really frustrating. It's really frustrating. Yeah, I mean you oh God. Yeah. I wish you had written the show. It would have been uh Well listen, would nice. I, I wouldn't have been able to write 90% of the show, but I think 10% of the show, yeah. I could have like, just like, tweaked a bit tweaks. of what they thought. Yeah, just the tweaks. I, I could, I could do the tweaks. They, they, cause their bare bones are usually like fine. Yeah, you know? exactly. It's really the details where they you have to connect things and yeah. tying things up and, you know, making things satisfying. It's that little thing. Exactly, exactly. Cause they're always really close to good ideas. <laughs> <laughs> so close you know and i feel like that's one of the reasons why we still talk about the show why we like the show because they really are sometimes they actually hit the good ideas you know but often they're very close to the and so there's just there's so much stuff here that has a lot of potential it's like an itch you have to scratch because they're they're so close to yeah you know if it was perfect there'd be nothing to talk about right it'd be like hey that show was perfect yeah okay great done Exactly, exactly. Like, we in the past have had, like, really long conversations about um, this movie, um, Source Code, you know, mm-hmm. which which I think is a piece of shit. I mean, I think yep. the movie is worthless, and I recommend that no one watch it. But, <laughs> um, but, but, like, we talked about it for a long time because, like, to pick it apart, you know – there's so much going on there that's wrong, and also, in similarly to Lost, the movie was close to good ideas. Yes, yeah. You know, they just failed to execute them. Mm-hmm. You know, and so it's just it's that kind of weird phenomenon where they're 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 they fail, but they could have succeeded. Yeah, they fail in this interesting way. Um... Yeah, I, I don't, I'm trying to think of an analogy. It's like somebody trying to dunk a basketball and just missing, and you yeah. don't know why they missed the dunk because it's a slam dunk. Yeah. So you 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 know you get the tape and you rewind mm-hmm. it and you play it in slow motion. You're trying to see where did it go? Where did it? Okay, if he would have jumped that way, or if he would have uh, moved his hand that way, maybe would have you know. So you try to figure out why why they missed uh, what seemed like an obvious goal. Yeah. Um, Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's, yeah, it it is different from saying like, oh, you could just write the whole show like that, you know, that's a bigger task. 
mm-hmm. you know, I usually think when people say that online, like, bullshit, like, you don't know how to write a TV show, <laughs> you <laughs> yeah. know? Like, there's skill there. Like, whether you thought their plot directions were perfect, I mean, there's a lot of technical things that they mm-hmm. really know how to do. Yeah, for sure. You know, and structuring an episode, for example, like, there's very basic things that you you really have to get right to even even get to, to the even point. play the game, yeah. yeah. To even get to the point of the fine details, you really gotta have, like I said, you gotta have ninety percent of it working. Exactly, exactly. Where you can debate like the finer points of how plot point A or B works, you know. Yeah. But but uh, it does feel like why didn't someone stand up in the writers' room or? at the script stage or something and, and say, and this is Damon and Carlton's responsibility. Like, like what is our arc here? What are we trying to accomplish? Like why, how is this a satisfying story? Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) You know, like, like I, I feel like it seems like that failed. Like they, 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 they did things that moment to moment seemed to make sense. And like, you could sort of justify in the long term, but it, it feels like they didn't, they didn't think it through enough. Yeah. I you think know? it's something simple. And, I mean, it, this took, you know, all these years to really get up, get to this point. So I can see it being, you know, and not see, maybe uh, not being obvious at the time. But it's a simple thing is if you say the evil incarnate came out of the light cave, then why not say the evil incarnate needs to go back into the light cave? Yeah. It's that kind of simple thing of, like, that's a that's just symmetry. Yeah. You know, which is what storytelling is. And, you know, cause people want what, you know, what goes up must come down kind of a thing. Yeah. You know, so you go, well, why, why, why did you guys think it was fine just to kill the evil, which was in a different person's body, uh, instead of saying it needs to go back to where it came from for the long term health of the island, you know, yeah. and, and whatever sort of big idea you want to say the island has, you know, in terms of its function in the world, you know, um, so yeah, it's just it's really and then uh, but then maybe they say okay well it doesn't need to go back to light cave because it's not actually evil incarnate it's something else and we won't tell you what it is but people call it evil it's not really evil they just assume it's evil because it looks evil and it does evil but mm-hmm. doesn't mean it's evil so it, you know so maybe that's their reasoning is okay we don't need that symmetry of the smoke going back to the light cave because that's not what it's about yeah but nevertheless. You also have to think about how the audience is interpreting it, which they do, of course. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just that kind of thing of, is this satisfying? Is Jack beating up Locke on a cliff <laughs> as, as satisfying as Jack having a metaphysical encounter with the fundamental force of the island and righting all the wrong that was started 2,000 mm-hmm. years ago by Jacob and Man in Black? Yeah. You know? Exactly. And also, another thing I really like is the satisfaction of <clears throat> the man in black himself having to go back to the place where he was created, you know, where he was yeah. where he was turned into the smoke monster. I feel like they don't play that up at all. No. <clears throat> you know, it's weird. Like, he goes there. He hasn't been back to the cave, I think we're led to believe, since um, he was, you know, since he came out of there. Yeah, you know, because you can't find the place unless uh, unless you're the protector of the island. Yeah, like that's what they established. And so uh, since he, you know, can't go back there and that was like where it all started. I mean, it just feels like he should have had to go down there 
you mm-hmm. know? But he doesn't. Like, he just lowers Desmond in, and then he kind of just stands outside, and it's like, why doesn't he care? Like, why isn't this... There was drama there. Yeah. You know? And considering his history with building uh, the donkey wheel, knowing mm-hmm. that the light has power, yep, he should be interested in the, the light cave. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, yeah, I mean, he knows... He knows he came out of there, and so he knows there's something to it. And, again, that's – I mean, I just – even just from his point of view, forgetting about, like, the confrontation and the, you know, the satisfaction of Jack's, like, role in it. I mean, I just think just from his character's point of view, it's disappointing. Yeah. You know, and so it's just like – why was it so bland? It was just like, yeah, I'm going to go get on a boat now, you know, like (laughs) – yeah, that's his great escape is the boat. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go climb on a boat and sail away, and it's like okay. <laughs> does like, he even know? Does he even know the right coordinates to get out? I mean, <laughs> would that have even worked? Like, maybe it doesn't count because they unplugged the thing. Maybe the barrier's gone. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know if we're supposed to think about that because he's never even gonna get there, or maybe he knows the coordinates because. He's, like, scanned all the people who know them. Mm-hmm, hmm You know, uh, I don't know if they even cared. <laughs> <laughs> there was no barrier at that point. It didn't even matter, so. Exactly, exactly. Because, I mean, yeah, like, Widmore comes back without any trouble, and yeah. that was supposedly one of the problems. And the islands moved since Widmore was there last, so, like, how did he, I don't know, Jacob told him or something, but really, like... I don't know. Yeah, it's just sort of like the barrier isn't isn't part of the story anymore at that point. Yeah. They're just they, – he can just sail away theoretically, you know. But it is funny. Like, if Jack doesn't stop him, he would just sail around the island for the rest of his life. <laughs> He's like, oh, that didn't work. Yeah, like that would be – that would be kind of funny in a way. But, yeah, that's a good point. I never really thought about the <laughs> the barrier. Oh, man. Yeah, they just threw out shit sometimes, and, you mm. know, they used it when it suited them, and I feel that way about Evil Incarnate, the smoke monster's powers and the the sickness and the the others, the the ghost, the whispering. There's so much stuff where it's just like they, 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 they throw it at you when it, when it works for them, and then when you come back later, it's just like, Nah, either they for they're just like, what are you talking about? I don't remember that. Or yeah. or they're like, what's the big deal? Like it's just this. Like calm yeah. down. <laughs> yeah, the whispers are just the dead people on the island. That's not a big deal. Yeah, like yeah, like yeah. So what? Like <laughs> yeah. Do we need to be consistent about that? <laughs> <laughs> like doesn't that answer all of your questions? <laughs> <laughs> Like, if not, they must not be good questions, because these are our <laughs> answers. These are our answers. Just be happy with them. Yeah. Oh, man. Don't even get me started on the incident. Oh, jeez. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. That's another good example. Mm-hmm. As soon as they were done with that, it that was it. Like, no more talk about what the incident meant or what role it played, like, because they use it in a fake out. Yeah. You know, which is, which is really frustrating. 
You know, and I feel like some of that happens with Locke and the Smoke Monster too. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like because it's used in a misdirection, they kind of avoid having to answer stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like all those questions that you had before. Well, it wasn't even that, so your questions are over, right? <laughs> you know, it's like the incident w- did not alter the timeline. So thank you. Good night. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like, okay, but that's not, that's not the end of the questions. (laughs) You know, it's, it's like, you need to justify it. Like, what was the purpose of it then? Mm -hmm. You know, if it wasn't that. Yeah, it seemed to have no purpose. Yes. You know, you know, why, why did they go back to the seventies? No reason. No particular reason. Yeah. It no didn't, particular reason. It didn't really matter. I mean, some of that, I mean, it just feels like that's filler. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and like, that's frustrating. Well, it feels like, it, here's an <clears throat> excuse to show Dharma in their heyday without it being, uh, you know, a, like a, just a flashback yeah. in one episode. Like, let's actually have our losties be there. Uh, some of our losties be there and live it up, you know, with, with the, with the shenanigans and the shindigs, you know, of the seventies. Right. And it's, the I, stuff I just, they show again, with Dharma is so lame. Yeah, and again, it's like if 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 they weren't sent back there to save the island, and and if like they really should just say, listen, if they didn't get back on the plane when they did, and the they didn't get transported off the plane into the seventies when they did, and if if Sawyer didn't do the Lafleur thing so he mm-hmm. could have some power with the with Dharma, and you know all this other stuff leading up to the incident, it wouldn't have worked out. The, the island would have exploded. Uh, the, the world would have ended and we wouldn't have had anything else. But because the Losties came there, they managed, you know, with Juliet setting off the bomb and everything, how that went, like that all happened, thus saving the island, thus saving the world. Yeah. God, that would have been a great show. <laughs> you know, not many, not many shows are about saving the world. Yeah. You know, and with a show with a, as big of a theme and reaching arc as it has, it would have been so great to be like, yeah, man, without these losties doing what they did, yep, world would have ended. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's another example of something that they hinted at, that they, I mean, they even had people, characters say, yeah. but they never really confirmed it. It's sort of like, did Jack save the world in the end? Well, what do you think? It's up to your interpretation. <laughs> oh, wow. Now you're just quoting. <laughs> now you're just quoting Carlton and Dave. <laughs> what do you think? Exactly. Exactly. It's like, well, if you think they did, then that's your interpretation and you can believe that, you know? But maybe all they did was save the island. Mm-hmm. Who knows? You know, the mother said that the stuff on the island was connected to like the light inside of man, but maybe that was just her interpretation. You know, well, like and don't forget the Rosa Bernard episode where we see other sites that have healing. We see we mm-hmm. know there's electricity, electromagnetism, other places. So okay, yep. again, they're seeming to suggest that it is related, but yep, you know, exactly. Yeah, the connection with Tunisia, like there, there is this this stuff, but. Yeah, they never they never really confirm on screen because when everyone's talking about saving the world, we don't ever see the world. Yeah. You know, we don't ever see what effect that's going to have. And as I bring up every time, you know, Widmore is one of these people that says that 
he's gonna the world's gonna end if we let him off the island. Yeah. And then when he's confronted with Man in Black, uh, and uh, Man in Black's like, "You better tell me what I want to know, or I'm gonna kill Penny." Uh, he makes a deal with him, and he tells him. Yeah. You know, and it's like, what the fuck? If you think the world's gonna end if this guy gets off, what does it matter if he if he tells you he won't kill Penny? Yeah. You know what I mean? If you really believe that. And so then it's like calls into question, does Widmore even believe that? Or is he just is he just hyping it up? Like mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, to try to motivate characters to do stuff that he wants? Yeah. You know, like I don't even know what we're supposed to think. Did he did he forget in the moment? Was he just afraid? Like, I don't even know. And it's such a little moment. And they don't play it up either. I don't even know if I'm supposed to worry about stuff like that. You yeah. know? And so it's just like, who knows? Like, maybe? Or maybe uh, once Man in Black gets off, if he's not – if he's in human form like he is when he's about to leave, uh, he's just a human, right? I mean – what can he really do to end the yeah. world that any man can't do? Yeah. You know? Like, join a terrorist cell and try to get a nuclear bomb or something? Like, is that what he's going to do? Like, I don't think that's what they have in mind. Yeah, didn't they say he was a uh, nuclear incarnate? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's – oh, man. We could podcast for hours about their missteps, and we have. And we have, and we will continue to. And we continue to, yeah. Uh, it's so frustrating, and it, which is why we, we're still here. That's why we're here, exactly. We could have put this to bed. and We can just... hash it out. But I, I really like your idea uh, for the ending. I really think that – because I didn't even make it that far. Like I wanted Jack to have this kind of – confrontation but i didn't quite i didn't see how it would fit in the story they told but that would totally work you yeah. know because that that cave that light cave i mean that's the source right that's yeah. literally what they call it yeah <clears throat> what happens in the matrix when neo gets to the source you know like, exactly and that's what talk he gets to talk to the the fundamental force of the matrix exactly exactly and that's what reminds me that Damon Lindelof said that architect scene was like one of his least favorite scenes in mm. the Matrix series. And so they really did not want to write a show where that happened. Yeah. You know, and so we just we weren't going to get that, you know, but it's just frustrating because I feel like there's a middle ground there. They didn't have to do the architect scene because certainly in Twin Peaks, it's not the fucking. Architect yeah, scene. yeah, exactly. And those are the two the two ends of the spectrum is Twin Peaks on the metaphysical side not a lot yeah. of answers and then architect scene on the other end with it's just literally exposition and I, and that, that's what i always thought he meant about not liking the architect scene where it's just exposition and explaining yeah. everything exactly. but but the actual character conflict would have been interesting and again i still want i still want to my dying day christian to tell jack he had what it took um you know it would have been interesting for Jack to go mm-hmm. into the light cave, go into the source, and, and Christian, <clears throat> Christian asks, Christian is there. You know, mm-hmm. other dead people are there because that's what the mother says. It's life and death and everything right. else. Right. So why can't Christian show up? Why can't Black be there? Why can't mm-hmm. Jack get to see these things are separate and different? And 
And yeah, Christian, um, you know, Jack has some kind of conversation with, with Titus Welliver in a flash sideways world. And, and as Jack is, you know, dying from this confrontation, Christian drags him out of it back into the real world or something. You had what it took, Jack, and I'm going to send you back to the real world. Yeah. Jack comes back. He's still dying because of the the confrontation, and and it's fine, you know, it's fine if Jack dies. It's it's okay. Sure. Like, I don't, I don't, I I don't care either way if he dies. It would have been fine if he stayed alive and kept being Jacob of the mm-hmm. island, but um, but yeah, they really could have, they they really should have just eschewed, um, <laughs> I had to throw that out there, um. Uh, not cashewed, but eschewed. Um, <laughs> it's uh, a good word. Uh, uh, Desmond from that whole last confrontation. Yeah. Uh, they didn't. They didn't need him. To, yeah, to, I agree, and it's kind of cumbersome, part. like the way they the way it has to play out. Yeah. You know, like they they they're kind of doing. I mean, I feel like that whole thing was kind of clunky. Like they meet Man in Black, and it's like, well, we're going to the same place, so let's go together. You know, like yeah, that was so horrible. You don't you don't have your main villain and your heroes go. Well, let's just go with <laughs> in the story together, guys. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's like that's just weird. And okay, it's like, can I give you can I give you a lift to the ending? Yeah, let's go. The ending story's <laughs> over here. Let's go together. Yeah, yeah. I'm just trying to imagine like that's that's just not how it's supposed to work. Like uh, the man in black should get there first. Jack should have to follow. Like yeah. there should be some kind of there should be suspense there. Yeah. You know. Well, and, it should be like yeah. Jack Jack is Jack knows that the light cave is the source, and he needs mm-hmm. to get there to stop man in black. Man in black knows the light cave is the source yep. he needs to stop Jack from messing with it. Yep. And they they're wrestling over the thing, and then they both go to some place yes. where now. They're on even ground. Yeah, maybe still have the maybe still have the fight, you know, but it's mm-hmm. in a different place. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Different a different situation. Um, yeah, that would have been so much more interesting. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. It just yeah, it would have been more only, dramatic. Yeah, and then only one can return. Whoever returns, you know, and 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 then yeah, maybe you have a third bystander, Desmond or somebody else, saying, "Oh shit." Whoever comes out of this light cave is going to decide the future of the world. Mm-hmm. If if Man of Black comes out of this thing, then we're we're doomed. We're all screwed. Yeah, exactly. Screwed. Yeah, know. it would have been great. It would have been so much more because the fight just didn't feel that suspenseful. It was like, it, it, I mean, the and, and the confrontation at the cave either. Like it was so. It, it, it was just strangely flat, you know, and the the business of like, okay, we're going to lower Desmond down, Desmond's going to pull the plug, but then like, he's passed out, so now we got to bring Jack down there, and then we got to raise Desmond up, and then Jack's got to go that put the so thing. That was so clunky, it was so, yeah, that was so weird. <laughs> yeah, it was just, it was too much business, it's like, you yeah. know, like, it shouldn't be... It should. This should flow naturally, you know. Like, yeah. especially if you're trying to hit like action beats. Like, it shouldn't be yeah. so action beats. And you're trying to say something metaphorical. Yeah. You know, it should have been way simpler about who's who's good, who's bad, who's mm-hmm. doing the right thing, who's doing the wrong thing, who we're we rooting for, who's the hero. Not like have hero A and hero B, you know. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And like, hero B kind of does it, but then flails out at the end mm-hmm. for no apparent reason and then like 
he was wrong about what he was even doing down there. Right, right. God, right. Like that's that's another thing is don't have people be wrong at the end of your show <laughs> about big ideas. You know, that's that's such a horrible thing, you know. That is unbelievable, but it's so lost. Yeah. You know, like the fact that in the final episode, literally like maybe <laughs> like an hour away from the end of the series, Desmond is like, Yeah, brother, I'm going to go down there and then I'm going to join Penny again. And, you yeah. know, <laughs> and he's just totally wrong. He's just totally wrong. He totally had no idea what happened to him when he was <laughs> transported there. You know, like yeah. he just yeah. totally didn't get it and misinterpreted it. And it's like, yeah. that is super lost, but it's also like, why, why are we, why why are we watching someone be wrong about a fundamental question on the show and someone who's supposed to be a hero like this late like yeah. you know it'd be okay if he's wrong a season ago yeah. but like he shouldn't be wrong now no i mean that that really should have been the whole point right is that when 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 uh like it could have, it, he he could have been wrong before widmore puts him in the machine and starts flashing him like, okay. But when you go through that, that should have been him understanding what's going on, giving him a leg up on the situation. And it's, it almost was that, but it was him acting like he understood. Yeah. (laughs) But actually he was wrong. wrong. (laughs) It's like, what, what kind of story is that? Like it's, yeah, I'm trying to think of like classic stories. Where at the end the hero's just wrong about, but you know, like I'm trying to think of how that would work with like, uh, yeah, um, like Romeo and Juliet or something, where it's just like, oops, she's not dead. Like I don't know, I don't, I'm trying to think. <laughs> like yeah, Juliet looks dead, but nah, I don't think she's dead. I'll just wait. I'll just wait for her to wake up. <laughs> yeah yeah that would be hilarious like yeah yeah because i mean that whole thing is kind of clunky in a way no offense to shakespeare but Mm -hmm. like you know that that julia takes this like special like uh medicine or or whatever that that makes her look like she's dead Mm -hmm. you know but then she's gonna wake up it's kind of like nikki and paulo actually yeah. Um, where she like looks like she's dead, and so Romeo thinks she killed herself. So Romeo yeah. kills himself. Then she wakes up, wakes sees up. that Romeo kills, but then she kills herself for real. Yeah. yeah. It's like it's a bit like there's a lot of business there, but uh, yeah, it would be funny if she woke up and she was like, "Oh, he must have taken the same thing I did." Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he so just took what I did. It's fine. I'll just wait like. Uh, like eighteen hours. And... He's just gonna, and then and then finally the 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 Capulets and you know the the families come and get them and split them apart forever. You yeah. Know? And it's like oh well that's not the ending we wanted. We yeah. wanted to be together, life or death. Oops. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. It's like it's it would just be it would just be really strange. Yeah. Like why? Like there's like the way drama is supposed to work. Like it feels like it just violates that principle you know 
Because, like, the heroes are supposed to learn things, you know, on their journey. And they're supposed to eventually, like, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm familiar. Uh, (laughs) It it reminds me of, like, Battlestar Galactica, where they they finally get to Earth, and, like, oh, we Mm -hmm. finally made it to the real Earth. And then, like, you pull back from the planet, and it's got, like, rings around it, and they're actually yeah. on Saturn. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, oops. Oh, that would be hilarious. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. And that's what became the Saturn people. <laughs> exactly. There you go. That, that's why we have Saturn people. <laughs> Thanks, Ron Moore. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, that would just be fucking ridiculous. Like, what? <laughs> Are you kidding me? I mean, it was already ridiculous enough with fake Earth and stuff like yeah. that, you know, like yeah, the fake outs. Let's throw in, let's throw in, like it wasn't even Earth at the end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the opposite of uh, Planet of the Apes. It wasn't even Earth all along. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah that would be hilarious. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how they got away with, um, got away with that. But maybe they didn't get away with it. The, the, the ending was pretty uh, divisive. Deeply, like deeply so. Its its legacy continues to be um... <laughs> the worst ending of anything ever, right? Exactly, exactly. What people say. Yeah, yeah. But the th- but you know what? I I I personally think that you know, and I and you know, I I don't. I don't want to sit here and like pat ourselves on the back for all day long. It's like I think we we have the most brilliant insights in the world. No, they're not bad. Mm-hmm. Um, Second most brilliant. Come on. <laughs> you know, but but I really think that a lot of the reasons people hate the finale are kind of wrong. Or mm-hmm. at least, like, they're not the best reasons to hate it. Yeah, I feel like it's the same with, like, Obama. Like, there's a, it, listen, yeah. if you want to not like Obama, there's a lot of great reasons that, that are just factual. Like, it's not even partisan, just, like, mm-hmm. factual, some reasons you could say he's a bad president. But but don't pick the shitty reasons. Right. <laughs> you know, don't pick the – go get the real legitimate reasons, and then fine. Yeah, let's all say we don't like him because of X, Y, Z, but don't say it's because he wasn't born in America. You know, right. it's like, yeah, if you – agree, yeah. If you want to not like the lost ending, there's plenty of reasons not to like it. But don't pick the crappy reasons. Yeah, I mean, there are at least some people who probably say, I know who say, because I've heard them, I hated the last ending because they were dead the whole time. Yes, yes. <laughs> that's a good example of a bad reason to hate the finale, because that's not even what happens. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you can you can know what happened and still hate it, you know, but like that's just yeah. on another level. It's like, they were in purgatory the whole time. I guessed that in season one, and I watched this whole show for nothing, because I knew the whole big answer by the end. It's like, yeah, no, you didn't. Yeah, exactly. You just didn't really pay attention. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's not, you know, but there's definitely a contingent like that. And th- I think there's also just a lot of, um, uh, I wanted more answers. Yeah. You know, you didn't give me enough answers. Mm-hmm. And, like, I, that's not really my problem either. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like the way they executed it that I think is my big problem. Like, I didn't need it to be filled with answers, mm-hmm. you know, but I think there, there's a lot of people that really feel like that's that's the And big that was problem. my big, from going back and listening to the, our finale podcast, that was my big beef with it was uh, 
They didn't give me those answers I wanted. And, mm-hmm. and I'm off of that now. It's like, yeah, I, I'm fine with not getting the answers, you know, because I'm a big proponent of taking things as the artist intended them and not saying, yeah. well, you know, I, I wanted sushi and you gave me steak. Well, it's like steak was on the menu, you know, like yeah. you, may have, you may be upset because you wanted sushi, but I didn't say I was going to make sushi. <laughs> so, right. you know, right. I can't do anything about that, you know, and it's fine. Okay, yeah. fine. You know, give me the answers. You were saying we weren't going to get the answers. Fine. Yeah, I agree. It's like um, there's a lot of other things to, uh, like we said, basic mechanics of storytelling, I think, mm-hmm. is something you can expect, you know. Absolutely. So you might have wanted sushi. You might be upset if you don't get sushi, but hopefully you got food. Yes. And not like, you know, uh, <laughs> some sort of like non Free-stripe space food? I don't know. I like, don't know what. Yeah. food? Like, like yeah, a plastic, edible. a plastic apple or something. Yeah. 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 What a metaphor, but yes, exactly. Um, Loss is a plastic apple. <laughs> Loss is a plastic apple. You heard it here first. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, totally. And, uh, uh, I, you, have you listened to our finale podcast recently? Uh, not recent recently, but. Before recently. Uh, okay, okay. Wow, there's not a lot of ways to parse out recently. Um, I, within was, the last year? Uh, yeah. We talked about it before. Oh, we did? Yeah, oh, we okay. talked about Sorry. my realization I that I was, that up until the very end, I was hampering on wanting answers from the finale. And you had, by the by that point, realized we weren't going to get them, but I was still mm-hmm. holding strong to uh, wanting those answers. Ah, okay. See, I don't even remember that. I thought, I yeah, thought you no, were going on, too. No, I was upset. Okay. I think by the end, you know, the finale was so long, our finale podcast was so long, that I think by the end, I had gotten over that upset. 35 hours later? (laughs) That's all it took. (laughs) But uh, but in the beginning, I I remember still, uh, well, and I think specifically the podcast before it, too, I was still like, Mm -hmm. nope, nope, I'm still holding that hope. They're still going to give us those answers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they answered what the flash sideways was, um, but yeah, yeah. I think I think I, I definitely I still I didn't I did hold out hope for certain things that didn't come to fruition, and I did always want like I wanted more confirmation. You know, maybe maybe I'm a lock type. Like I I wanted them to like explicitly show and say that certain things are true. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's that was my sort of misjudgment of the show. Like, I didn't really, I didn't really understand that. Not only will the show not do that, but like, it's kind of a show about how uh, that yeah. doesn't happen. Yeah, <laughs> you know, no show is ever about that. No show is is ever about. I can't think of any show that's about your interpretation of the events you see. And the meaning you place on, on, on those interpretations. And we're going to show you a story about how people can see the same thing and interpret it differently and then have their actions follow separate paths. You know, like that's such a intellectual thing to do. Yeah. Uh, to, to have this overall idea again, like they said this year of, um, you know, answering what is the meaning of life and what happens after you die. Like shows don't usually tackle that, those questions. True. You know, they might, they might, uh, inadvertently tackle those questions. Um, but they don't ever 
no show I've ever seen sets out to uh to to do that. I mean, even like Star Trek, which has a lot of mm-hmm. ideas like that, still doesn't say uh when you die you go to the prophets or mm-hmm. you know like or whatever you want to connect it to. Right. Right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's a big thing. And I do think that maybe one of the reasons why you know, we didn't get them putting the evil back in the cave is that like they didn't want to confirm that it was evil. Mhm. Mm-hmm. You know. And uh if they did that, they're kind of acknowledging something that they wanted to leave up to interpretation. Yeah. And so I think that's maybe one of the pro like their own philosophy gets in the way of a good story. Yeah. <laughs> you know. And uh that's kind of frustrating. I feel like they still could have had the idea of like let's put this let's contain this force back where it started without yeah. like having to actually say clearly that this is evil incarnate. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, they still could have been like, we have to trap this thing back. You know, like, I, I think it still could have worked. Yeah, like, you know, it could have just been something about the, the stability of the island, you know. Yeah. It's moving because he came out of that thing, you know. And maybe yeah. one day it'll move to some place that's bad or, mm-hmm. you know, or destabilizing, you know. Like, yeah, I, I just think the idea of balance would have been really nice. Because uh, the beginning of the show is across the sea. Right. You know, chronologic, chronologically, and it's like it would have been nice to have the end, literally the end episode, um, put 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 things back to where it started. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. And it feels like they almost wanted to do that, but mm-hmm. they just they just didn't. It just didn't quite happen that way. Yeah. Um, but what you said reminded me of uh, this thing. I think maybe we talked about it before, um, but like there's there's some fan out there who uh, took Lost and put all the scenes in, like, chronological order. Oh. Um, And it's called Chronologically Lost. Okay. And so the first episode is Across the Sea. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I guess the last episode is going to be the stuff in the Flash Sideways. Um, and so it goes through, uh, it, it takes the flashbacks and the stuff from Dharma, um, and you know, the main stuff obviously, and just like puts it all in, in order. Um, and I think that's kind of an interesting, bizarre thought experiment project. Yeah. Um, but I really think the show doesn't work that way. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't written that way. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And I think. Well, it's like, it's like Memento, right? Yes. Like Memento and chronological order is just doesn't work. It's strangely boring. Yeah. It's it's just like why it's like it's even though like the whole the whole thing you're doing in the uh when you're watching Memento, like part of the mental gymnastics and this is, mm-hmm. you know, Christopher Nolan's um forte, I will say, uh like making your brain like sort of do manipulations that it it's doesn't It's so tough. It's really tough watch because you go, okay, the thing I'm watching now, it came after the thing I just saw, but it's really before the thing I just saw. It's it's so weird to keep track of. And then it's like, okay, so then the next thing was this, and then the next thing was that. And the longer the movie goes on, the harder that gets. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) You know, because you have to backtrack more and more with each scene. 
Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it's it's like a real mental challenge, I think, to watch it. But then, yeah, when you reverse it and put it in chronological order, it just it just doesn't work dramatically anymore because you don't have that exercise to do. Yeah. And it just kind of seems boring. <laughs> <laughs> You know, because like so much of the movie is just brooding and, you know, like, yeah, it, like reflecting and stuff like that. And, and like little scenes where like not that much happens, you know, and, and really the thing that gives it a kick is that 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 gimmick of putting it in reverse order. Yeah. You know, and so, yeah, I think I think Lost is not, you know, it's not the mental puzzle that Memento is, but. Uh, I do think that it only makes sense in the order that they put it in, pretty much. I mean, there's probably one or two episodes you could change the order slightly, and yeah. it would still be okay. But I think in terms of chronological order, like, the story makes no sense, you know? Yeah. Like, they're going to start with Across the Sea, which is kind of okay, but then it's going to be, like, some time travel scenes, and then it's going to be, like, uh, the Richard Alpert episode, yeah. and, you know, then it's going to be, like, Locke being born, and it's just like, what? Like, mm-hmm. like this well, yeah, it'll be the, yeah, it'll be the, the 50s stuff, where Locke yeah. is, uh, before he's born. <laughs> yeah. Or whatever, uh, on the island, the Jughead stuff, and then, mm-hmm. I guess, then, yeah, then back to Locke being born, and Locke growing up, and then, yeah, then, I guess are, do they put the flashbacks in in, in yeah Carolina? the flashbacks are in there too yeah so then you have like Jack being a kid mm-hmm. you don't even know who he is yet but you see Jack as a kid right with his alcoholic father and all that stuff and then yeah that would have been hmm. that would have been crazy hello you still there yeah 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 sorry sorry oh sorry. <laughs> my thing my thing came unplugged. Anyway, Sorry, yeah, I was just saying? saying that 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 would have been crazy, you know, seeing uh, seeing it that way. Yeah, 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 totally. It's just it's like everything's out of context. Yeah, you know, because those flashbacks are in context. Yes, and you can't just you can't just even though like okay, these events occurred at this time, they're playing off of things that are going on. Um, in other parts of the show, and watching across the sea first is insane. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, because like it just it makes no sense as the first episode. Yeah, <laughs> and then you don't see those characters for a long time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, then there's like huge sections of the story where it's like, where did they go? Yeah. <laughs> you know, and then it's like years later, like someone mentions Jacob for the first time, and you're like, what? like that's weird so yeah so yeah there's actually a podcast now that is covering this and uh yeah i just i don't know i mean i i I guess it's i there's there's something i mean it's a fun like project to try to do i think and think about like what it would look like but i just think in terms of watching it i don't know yeah so so i'm confused so how did how how does it work are they are they just podcasting about the events chronologically or they did they actually edit something that you can watch yeah 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 it's up on the page they edited it um and so you can go watch it if you google chronologically lost you should be able to go to the page and see i i don't i don't think it's finished yet uh i think he's on episode five six seven eight i don't know something like that so i think he's only in the 70s maybe at this point um 
Well, there's. I, I'm looking at their site. It's weird. I I don't know. They're they they've had like 97 episodes or. Oh, is it up to that? Okay, okay. okay. I can't tell. I really can't tell what I'm looking at. Like episode. <laughs> 83 is December 2007. Mhm. And and it's there. I guess. What if I if I it's, no, it's just a picture. I don't know. What am I what is this? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. They okay, I see the video. Wow, this is weird. Oh, okay. Yeah, here's the final Here's the final one, I I I guess. No. Well, the epilogue, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yay, okay, so it's finished. Okay, it's finished. Yeah. Yeah, so you can go on there and watch uh, everything sort of taken out of context. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> you know, just watch the flash sideways straight through without cutting back to the, the island. Watch the flashbacks without cutting. I mean, watch the time travel, like, really out of context, the time travel stuff. <laughs> Yeah. Like Sawyer shows up and it's like, who are you? Like, oh wow, yeah. And he's like, the first time you see Sawyer, he's Lafleur. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Yeah, it's like, what do you mean he's Sawyer? That's Lafleur. And he's like, I don't remember her face. Yeah, we don't either. We haven't seen her yet. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, though. <laughs> Or maybe we've seen, I don't know, maybe we've seen young Kate, I don't know yet, or whenever she, her has her little run-in with uh, Jacob, but as a, you know, when she's stealing the lunchbox, whatever she's stealing at the store. Oh, right, yeah, but, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure exactly when that scene is, because I don't know how old she is, but yeah. it, it could be close. But, yeah, that should have been in the 70s, but I'm not sure which part. Yeah, but it's still not the same face. <laughs> Still not the same. <laughs> I mean, it's weird that he's talking about someone that's like five years old, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I always think of it like she's like the opposite of Helen of Troy, you know, the face that launched a thousand ships. Right. She's like the face no one could ever remember. The face you forget like really quickly. <laughs> the face that ended all wars because no one remembered it. <laughs> We were going to fight over her, but then we couldn't remember what she looked like. <laughs> but then we were like, who are we fight? I don't know. <laughs> what was Let's her name the again? Whole thing off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, that, you know, kudos was it to... Was Katrina? Uh, uh, <laughs> for, uh, for, for putting it together. Yeah, I wouldn't want to watch this, but, you know, I'm sure there's people who do, and... Uh, yeah, it's chronologicallylost.com, so if you want to check that out. I, I, I can't imagine sitting through more than five minutes of that. Yeah. But it's saying, uh, I mean, you know, we've talked about it before, of course. You do get a different understanding of what's going on, putting things chronologically, you know, the numbers yep. being uh, our big example of that. Um, so it would be interesting to see if there's other um, elements of the show that you get a different perspective on seeing it. Uh, seeing them develop chronologically. Right. But I feel like that's kind of like the memento thing where you, that's work that you do like while you're watching it, you know, you see the thing later, but if you think about it, which is mm -hmm. something that you've done on the podcast, like you're like, Oh, but actually that was the first appearance, you know, yeah. of the numbers. And it's kind of more interesting that way than like the first time you hear of the numbers is that, <laughs> Yeah. You know, then it's just kind of boring. <laughs> mm -hmm, yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> 
So, but yeah, no, you're right. It might, it might highlight some things that aren't as apparent when you don't watch yeah. it that way. Interesting. But yeah, I just want to bring it up because it's kind of a crazy post-loss project. Yeah. All right, well, you want to get into some further instructions? Yeah, I think it's time. We should do it. Time for further instructions. Yes. All right, so everybody get your players ready. If you're going to sync up and uh, watch with us, we'll get some further instructions. Yes, I can't wait to find out what we're supposed to do. <laughs> What's next? <laughs> I'm sure there's a great mission in store for us. So many great missions. All about the great missions. Lost, great missions. That was the original title. That was. <laughs> then JJ was like, nah. <laughs> Let's not ruin the mystery that this is all about great missions. Right. They're going to be disappointed when they find out the truth. <laughs> okay, let me know when you're ready. All right. I am ready. Okay, here we go. Five, four, three, two, one. Previously on Lost. Each one of us was brought here for a reason. How's the same? Good, good, good. Cool. It's destiny. Oh, destiny. Don't say that. Yeah, is it really? <laughs> the island. You don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> it's sad. I hate to say that, but that's just, that's the only thing I can think. It's true. I know. This is Locke right here. Classic lock. As long as we push it, we'll never be free. What does it even mean? Free for what? I love that idea, but do you even know what you're talking about? That was an interesting cut, too, because they cut from the question mark scene to the one from the season two finale. Yeah. And it made it seem like they were part of the same scene, but they weren't. <laughs> That's called editing. It is. That's literally the name for that. Yeah, I know. Just thought I'd point it out. That's weird. Des is like, who is he, box man? <laughs> what? I guess he doesn't really know Locke much, so it's like, you're just box man to me. God, Locke, if you're not smashing something, you're not innocent. I just saved us all. Like, yeah, okay. I, this, this is also classic Locke right here. Yeah. Like, I feel like this moment encapsulates everything that ever happens to him. <laughs> I was wrong. I was wrong. <laughs> I feel like that's his superpower, is, like, having, having like, these great, like, last lines before something, you know, like... Yeah. This is the one thing we need to do. Boom. Oops, we shouldn't have done that. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, every time he's like, I've never been more sure about anything. Yep. That's when you know he's wrong. Guaranteed he's the most to be wrong. wrong. <laughs> and he doesn't learn from that, you know? No. That's so frustrating as a as a as a viewer. <laughs> so here's Desmond naked for no reason. Desmond is Vincent here, because they're redoing yep. the pilot. Yeah, they are. And yeah, he's naked for no reason. I mean, I don't know. They just thought it would be interesting, I guess. Like, he was closer to the source of the whatever in the swan station, so he mm -hmm. got blown off. Sure. 
<laughs> and yeah, Lock and Echo are not naked. Do you know how high that stick needed to blow to take a minute to fall down from the sky? Pretty high. I mean, I don't know, but we could do the math and figure it out. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, that was kind of, that was a stretch. And it's supposed to be an implosion, so why did it go out? Yeah, that's a good point. But yeah, that, we talked about that with the uh, with the hatch door also. Yeah. Because it's like, but it imploded, guys. What happened? <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, jeez. Yep. <laughs> well, good thing this structure was already here. Yeah. Coincidentally. Or not. Maybe it's fate. <laughs> Spoiler alert, it's not fate. Charlie's really weird in this Can't scene. You mute? He got that really quick. I'm sorry about that. Like when somebody's like pointing to their yeah, throat, the, the first thing you don't I mean, you think of is, "Oh, you can't talk." Yeah. Like no, you think something else. <laughs> I know. Yeah, and that's Locke's not being able to speak is just like Echo's. Uh, sorry, uh, Desmond's clothes. It's like there's no real explanation for it. Sam, you need to speak to Sam. Trees. Point to the yeah, ground, dude. Hey. <laughs> I don't, I don't have a voice, but I can still get mad. Yeah, it does seem like he means the church. Island. Island. One word sounds like. <laughs> you need to speak. Oh, they're just the That's ugh. that seems really interesting. Why is that my response? Is ugh. Yeah, yeah. It's it's like I I wanted to believe it. I wanted to yeah be interested in this. Yeah. Because it's, it's cool. It's like anytime someone wants to talk to the island, I'm on board. Mm -hmm. I'll watch that episode. Again and again. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, four oh, years later. So now, now I know where the guilty remnant came from. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. <laughs> Here it is. This is where it all started. Writing down, you can't talk, guilty remnant. You know, I, we should talk about that when we do Leftovers podcast. Is, uh, yeah. The, the relationship here. Yeah. Because Locke kind of does maybe stand oh, yeah, for so something similar. I think you're right. Absolutely. Dangerous. Well... Using as the mute game in I think it's funny that he wrote the number two. Like, I need you number two stand guard. <laughs> like he's Prince or something. Like, <laughs> it was too much trouble to write T O. Like yeah. it's, it's not that hard to write at. Yeah. And yeah, Swellage, it's just like, okay, because they're going to put it in the flashback, but it's like, he's he's never talked about Sweat Lodges before. Never heard. It's never just heard. like a new thing that they made up, and it's just like, ugh. I wish they had done it where they tied it in with the Boone thing, you know, where he... I was just going to say, yeah, he should be trying to figure out how to recreate that situation. Exactly. And it's almost that, but not, you know? 
And I just, I feel like they, they blew it. Eureka! <laughs> This guy really reminds me of somebody. Come on, uh, Aaron Paul. Is that who it is? Yeah. Because yep, as soon as I saw him, I go, is that Jesse? Jesse. Yeah, you're right. That is totally who he reminds me of. God, that's weird. Yeah, they have similar face shapes. and Yeah. I mean, besides that, they look <laughs> Yeah, they really do. God. I wonder if he auditioned for uh, Breaking Bad. He should have. There was, huh. uh, some I wonder if Aaron Paul auditioned for this. He should have. Yeah, that would have been crazy to have him on this show. Mom's dead, dad's a drunk. But yeah, here's here's another like good, uh, not good. That's not the right word. <laughs> hey, look at that. <laughs> um, let me pick another adjective. Here's another like classic illustration of Locke um, being taken in by someone. Yep. In this case, instead of a father figure, it's sort of like a like a son mm -hmm. figure, you know, like a like he's the father. Yeah. You know, but it's the same manipulation. Tail lights out. You both please step out of here. How did they always tail lights out? Because his lights weren't on. <laughs> now, unless he meant his brake light, which yeah, could have been the case, but then that means he would have had to use his brake. Yeah. And he know one was okay. <laughs> I don't think you're supposed to ask that, but yeah, I see what you mean. Now the the transaction logs and the paperwork for all of them's in the red notebook right there in that duffel. It's a really red notebook. Are we free to go? Yeah. Made it easy to indicate. Picking up a hitchhiker. Oh, that's my uncle. Me, Uncle, uh, what's his name? Mm -hmm. Uncle Hattie. <laughs> Get <out>. Uncle Hattie. <laughs> Uncle Blue Shirt. <laughs> we don't know why yeah, you call him that. I think Johnny Depp and Skate Allridge, and then and then Aaron Paul and this guy. Yeah, are like the lookalikes. Yeah, you're totally right. Forgot about Skeet <laughs> What did he go on to, by the way? Oof. <laughs> he was Oof. in Jericho, which is a nice short Oh, TV. right. I forgot about Jericho. Like that. I don't know after that. Yeah. Yeah, see, like, this stuff, it's almost like that paste. But not. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I know. You're gonna go in your little magic hut, and I'm gonna stand out here in case you devolve. I need you, letter U. <laughs> I get you devolve into. What does that even mean? No. He's I talking about. He's talking about uh, altered states. Okay. Uh, like this old movie with William Hurt, where like he goes. Uh, uh, he go well, well, I don't know the plot, but I know the movie. He goes into an, uh, like an isolation chamber, and he devolves into a monkey. Oh, wow. Spoiler yeah. Okay. I mean, it's not like a surprise, or, well, maybe it is, but it's fairly early in the movie, oh, so I, I, I think you could still enjoy it even if you know that. But that's what he's referencing, I think. Okay. Nice tidbit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they do that sometimes. I feel like the man in black is just laughing at yes. Locke this entire yes. time. Dude. 
I'll come to you when I want to come to you. You don't have to do all of it. I know. It's totally not necessary. It's just like, oh, man, this guy. I have got him. <laughs> and why didn't he go to Jack and say, Jack, I lost my voice? Yeah. Jack could have been like, oh, yeah, you scratched your vocal cords or something. Yeah. It's good to see you again. Wow. Ian Somerhalder. Yep. He got, <laughs> his hair's a little longer. Yeah. Sorry. You know, they say after you die, your fingernails and your hair still grow. Right? That's a good point. I guess that's what happened. Yeah, this line here where he, he kind of says, yeah, it was the sacrifice the island demanded. That's another thing that really makes me think it's um, Man in Black. Yeah. Because he, uh, uh, I mean, he's the one that led Boone there in the first place. And I think he, he loves reinforcing that idea. Bring the family back together. What the hell is he talking about? I, I guess he's talking about Echo. <laughs> it's a bit of a stretch. But I, I think ultimately he's also talking about Jack and Sawyer and Kate. Hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Let's get those guys. I forgot they're, they're separated. Separate. Yeah. So, here's an example of Lost, like, trying to do the surreal trippy vision sequence mm -hmm. yeah and it's just never as interesting as i want it to be but it's cutting so fast look how fast <laughs> <laughs> they're overlaying images you know like this is the kind of sequence that i would love on so twin peaks when david lynch does it but here it's just kind of literal yeah. You know? So this is weird, though. Like, what are we supposed to think Man in Black is... Like, how is he... What is he doing here? Like, it's one thing to make somebody remember the past or something that's in their mind, but he's he's showing him images of things that didn't actually happen. Yeah. And that Locke probably didn't see when he was at the airport. So it's kind of weird yeah, that, he's, that he's even able to... But I guess we know he can give right. Okay, yeah, yeah. he can, he can he can create imagery. Okay. This is like him appearing to Echo in the dream, where he's Yemi in the hatch. Yeah, you know, and like weird stuff happens with the computer and stuff. It's like this weird airport, and then he puts here you see Jack together with uh, Ben as the security person. He's like terrorist, terrorist. Caden <laughs> Sawyer there. First, you have to clean up your own. Mess. I would have loved Man in Black to have a line of like, do you know how hard it is for me to give people dreams? Because like, otherwise, he should have been filling everybody's heads with dreams yeah. and making them go crazy till they kill themselves if he wants to get off the island. That's what I was saying. I really missed in season six, like because I feel like he he never the dreams just stop at a certain point. Yeah. I, if I if I remember correctly, uh, the cabin dream with Horace is the last one, and that's at the end of season four. Yeah. You know, and it's just like, yeah, you're right. With that power, it's extremely powerful. I mean, he's like... Yeah, that's why, like, he could have had a line to say, like, I can't do this all the time, or it's yeah. a drink to me or something. Because this seems like it would take quite a bit of will to do. Yeah. Totally, totally. And they, they don't... I mean, he doesn't even acknowledge that he did that. You know? <laughs> he wouldn't take credit at all. Exactly. And it's like, yeah, I agree. That's I would have liked that. Because... Oh, I forgot about that. Was that a polar bear supposedly? Yeah, that was a polar bear supposedly. A little quote unquote foreshadowing. Yeah. Are you alright? And that's also what's interesting is 
that dream was not about saving Echo. Right. I mean, at the end, he sees the Jesus stick on the ground, and he's like, "You got." Oh, that's right. And like, he's got to east. He goes, "You got to clean up your mess." And so uh, I forgot. You clean up your mess. Exactly. So that's like that's where he gets the idea that he's got to go save Echo, save. <laughs> as he says it. <laughs> <laughs> And he's got his voice back now. Yeah, why though? For no apparent reason. I mean, I want to tie that in. I don't know if it works, but I want to tie it in with when he lost his his legs again. Mm-hmm. You know, like Man in Black took it away. How? Don't ask. <laughs> the same way he... is a question is a question I shouldn't ask. <laughs> exactly. It's the same way he snapped his fingers and Ben Shackle like pops off. Right. You know. Please. Please remind me of that moment anytime I ask about Man in Black's power. <laughs> He's got telekinesis in one scene and, <laughs> yeah. and never again. Never before, never again. Yeah, it's just, it's just like yeah, they they give him whatever they want at the time, and so yeah, it just it seems like it seems like he's connected somehow. You know? I can't believe you found that cross. And I think you're, yeah, that's a bit contrived. Uh, but I think your theory that the polar bear is him too is a good one. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like this story works a lot better if the, because it just makes more sense. Because like the bear, yeah. like kidnapping Echo just never worked for me. We can go on alone, Charlie. You go back to Claire. Well, I'll take my chances. Unless Dara was training bear, polar bears to kidnap former fake priests. <laughs> Which sounds like a Dharma project, I have to admit. Yeah, classic Dharma project. They were going to get the rabbits to do it, but they couldn't, uh... <laughs> they couldn't make it work. <laughs> Anytime I see Locke, like, happy, mm-hmm. you just, like, count down until yep. something bad happens. Yep, that you know disappointment and misery is coming. Yeah, yeah. It's something about... I feel like it's almost like the way Terry O'Quinn is acting and he's smiling. Like, I almost want to give him credit for yeah. that. Like, he's smiling in a way that says, I'm going to be unhappy. This soon. won't last. <laughs> like, even I know. Little uh, Easter egg here. Uh, uh, he's wearing Geronimo Jackson shirt. And it's like, this is a great explanation of the sweat lodge, but why yeah. didn't you... Getting the sweat lodge before him, and you wanted to figure out what your purpose was. Like when he yeah. wanted to, should I press the button or not? Go in the sweat lodge. That's what I was saying is a problem with introducing because if they did it before, it would have been fine. But it's clear that yeah. it's a retcon. Yeah. You know, and like he didn't care about sweat lodges before because he didn't know what they were. Special guy. You know, this guy here is Hank from Twin Peaks. <laughs> It's really strange. Oh, I knew it was familiar. It's really strange to see him on the show. Because I just watched that. Listen up, people. He 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 plays some similar notes here. Because he can like pretend to be charming, but also be you know threatening. Yeah. Nice to meet you. John, you want to say some grace? Yeah. I don't trust any of these people. Yeah, and you should. They all seem sinister. Yeah. And like here's here's a good moment along what you're saying. Like as soon as Locke says like what he says here, you know that he's he's totally wrong and he's gonna realize that like this isn't his real family. Yeah. And and for helping me Uh oh, don't say it. Oh god. 
back. Yep. She's like, yep, we're going to fuck you over. She's like, yep. yep, we don't care about you at all. <laughs> She's like, yep, we got him right where we want him. <laughs> exactly. Potatoes, yeah. <laughs> Good old potatoes. The food of the family. Yeah, there is some symmetry here between Locke and that Jesse guy, and then Locke and Boone here. Absolutely. I mean, uh, well, Locke and Boone before, yeah. but Locke and uh, Charlie here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hmm. The Charlie's tagline here is a bit strange and random. Yeah. Oh yeah, I remember like looking at that and thinking like it looks way too small. Looks like yeah, like from the space that we saw, like it just seems like this could only be a part of it. Mm -hmm. You know. Well, I guess I think the hole should have still been bigger, but I guess the idea is it did compact into a smaller area, right. but the hole should have kind of still been bigger yeah. since those pieces would have moved. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's a good point. I didn't think about that. I remember being really disappointed when he's just like, it imploded. <laughs> and I'm like, really? That's it? Whoa. The end? Yeah, when you, no one ever says something imploded and the following question isn't, what? How? Yeah. What? What's, nothing ever implodes. Exactly. And I'm still like, are they going to find the blast door? Like, when, when are we going to answer those, like, hatch mysteries? White rabbit, man. That's fur. White fur. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is exactly like the smoke monster. Yep. Exactly what the smoke monster does. Yep. He's leading them somewhere. He wants them to go. Yep. I don't know why I didn't... You know, I know why, but... Just stand in a wide and have this kind of. <laughs> I can't believe this. This kind of perspective uh, before, but. Uh... Yeah, no, totally. It seems like something we should have thought of like eight years ago, but. Yeah. Uh, it never occurred to me. I can't. Really, Hurley? Really? You're just standing drinking water as they're running through the jungle and yeah. there's like a fuck. I think it's kind of. Gary and a little bit too much that he just throws the knife at Hurley. Yeah. You know, it's like, wow. And just because Hurley was holding that thing right there, he didn't get, like, a knife in his face. And why didn't he wait until he actually saw the animal? Yeah. To make sure he would actually, you know, land the hit? Because, it, it, yeah, he didn't see it, and it wasn't making the same kind of noises. Like, he should have. And Hurley wasn't moving because he's standing there drinking. Exactly. So. There should have been no movement to catch his eye. Yeah, yeah. Nothing tells me this show is written. <laughs> and it's all a bit contriving. Yeah. I have a hunch. You may want to hustle. But yeah, this is really just to tie in the fact that uh, the other sent Hurley back as the messenger. Oh, yeah. Okay, so At he's the end of season two. Well. Yeah. He's, uh, so they're just kind of wrapping that up because we haven't seen Hurley this season yet. So shouldn't he be telling them, hey, guys, uh, yes. some of the people are kidnapped? Yes. <laughs> yeah, he should have mentioned that. I mean, I guess he's going to say that at the main camp, but... So here's a question, though. Like, I don't want to... I mean, there's no answer to this. But, like, 
if Man in Black is this polar bear, he's leaving pieces of himself around? Yeah. Like, how does that work? I guess he can do that. <laughs> so, so, so later, that, that piece of fur will turn into a puff of smoke? You know, these are questions. I mean... I mean, he did materialize, like, seemingly clothes and a knife and, like, stuff like yeah. that. Like, I feel like he can kind of make objects and, like, maybe he can leave fur. <laughs> I don't know. You're right. It doesn't really make sense. But, yeah. Maybe he can just, like, leave little pieces of himself. <laughs> he, he, that reminds me of, like, T-1000. That's exactly what I was thinking. I wasn't yeah. sure if I was going too far, but I was imagining the Terminator, the Robert Patrick one. Yeah, T-1000. That's T-1000, of course. What was Arnold? T-100. T-100, oh, okay. Right, it went up by a factor of 10, of course. <laughs> yeah, he's 10 times a badass. <laughs> but he's still lost, because he didn't have what Arnold had, which is humanity. <laughs> is that what it was? I don't know, I'm just making that up. <laughs> <clears throat> it's been too long like since I've seen it. What goes on in any greenhouse? Yeah, what do you think? No, 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 they're okay. They're okay. Come on, we got orchard duty. Orchard duty. I like how the guy couldn't handle a bag of fertilizer. <laughs> that was his, like, first time ever handling a bag of fertilizer. <laughs> Sorry? The greenhouse, what do you guys got in there? What are you hiding? Because every time I go near it, you and just about everyone else acts all weird. Look, you're a guest here. These things take time. I've been here for six weeks. Eddie, nothing's wrong. Exposition. Mm-hmm. Did you forget that you yep. had a duffel bag full of guns when you brought me here? Because so... for all we know, it's the next day. They mm -hmm. They give you a place to and stay. And Mike and Jan fold their hands every night before chow and talk about how we're family. But your family's got too many secrets. Now I see the first That's what family's supposed to be, like yep. secrets and lies. Secrets and lies. Come on, man. Don't Isn't you understand? Family? <laughs> Whatever you guys are trying to blow up. <laughs> and this is a great I, that's a uh, great misdirection cuz this guy is spoiler alert undercover. Yep. But it's a great misdirection to go, oh, you guys are trying to do A, B, C. And he goes, no, 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 no. Yeah, that's funny. We're trying to do X, Y, Z. Yep. So it's almost like goading him into telling him what the real deal is. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good one. You really think that goes in there? I mean, it definitely works. Let's hurry up and do this. Maybe the bear's out. Finishing his lunch. You're not going in there, Charlie. What? I'm going to do this alone. He should have said, okay, I don't want to go in there. Yeah. <laughs> don't tell me what I can't do. That's locked line. Yeah, yeah. Like, why is Charlie even... You don't have a good reason to go in there either. I don't need a reason? Like, what? What if his reason was the goddamn island told him to? Yeah, like... I... This is so weird. And hopefully he won't smell us. Gonna He's gonna put on bear spray. <laughs> Polar bear scented bear spray. <laughs> oh my god, it's hilarious. Dar Dharma brand polar bear scented bear spray. Of course, of course. They thought of everything. They thought of everything. But when you need to get one of your mates out of a polar bear cave. Yeah, Dharma was awesome. Like, they're like way better than Goya. Yeah. <laughs> Take that, Goya. 
I feel like if they failed in their scientific experience, they should have just, like, introduced their products in supermarkets. Yeah. Well, I like to think, like, Dharma turned into Monsanto or something. <laughs> they realized, like, we're just better at yeah. cornering the product food market and stuff. Like Exactly. We've got a cool brand. People recognize it. <laughs> well, low cost, you know, like it's a good business model. Yeah, air job shipments, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> People don't know where the drones are going. <laughs> People work for us even after we're all dead. It's just crouched down in the jungle. Yeah, that was weird. There's a lot of leaves around you could fucking grab, dude. Yeah, Adam and Eve, it, man. <laughs> So, like the hatch blew off your underwear. Fine. No, it sucked it in, idiot. Blew it off. What is this? Fucking Bullwinkle. How do you feel about tie dye? It's actually good that the shirt's so big. Yeah, it helped. Jasmine was just running around the jungle this entire time doing nothing. Yep. But looking for clothes or something. <laughs> Jesus, what are we watching? Yeah, yeah, it's it's a mess. It is a mess. <laughs> Why did he beeline it straight to the camp at the beach? Oh my god, I remember this. Oh, don't ever forget this. This this seems so interesting at the time. Right? Now I feel like the man in black planted that there. The polar place with toys. Because I don't even know what we're supposed to think about that. Like, the polar bear ate children? Like, yeah. like <laughs> what? I just, I don't get it. Good, good. Good timing then, huh? Going in. Which bag? The one with the money in it. What about the bank right <laughs> now? Leave them. Shouldn't we sort out what they can trace? There is no uh oh. Bank? Yeah. What's going on? They're growing ferns. You know, this is just bad timing. They're in California before, like. Yeah. <laughs> before it's legal. <laughs> the changes. Yeah, it's like. What are you working? These guys, they could have been a good business. What are you doing? Are you leaving? Why? That is why, you idiot! John, your friend's a cop. Mm. Yeah. But I thought you were my mommy! It took them six weeks to figure he was a cop. Yep. He was, he was hitchhiking. He told me he was going to Eureka. How he was he... waiting for you, John! He has been here for six weeks gathering evidence because you brought him here. Well, Mike, well you guys didn't fucking check. Now it's over. No. Wait. Wait, no, wait, wait. Stop! We don't know what he's told him. He hasn't even been in here yet. If he's still gathering evidence and trying to make a case, then it's not too late. Not too late for what? To protect us. To protect all of us. It's not too late to fix this. Aww. I can fix it. Never been more sure of anything in my life. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's not gonna work. That's how you know. It's a really simple fix. All he has to do is tell the guy he needs to leave. The people who all the place don't want him there anymore and go. Yeah. He's got no evidence. 
Yeah. I mean, what? They've got no reason to raid the place. Yeah, they you're can't right. Get a warrant for nothing. So what's the big deal? Yeah, I agree. I agree. I mean, I guess they feel like yeah. he's too close. Is but... that like a Dharma kid? Yeah. Is that like a kid? Yeah. Yeah. So hey, the polar bear ate people. I guess that's what we're supposed to think. But I just don't buy it. Like the kids look like fish biscuits, so they ate them. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, I guess we're supposed to think it brought Echo in here to eat him. Yeah. I also like the idea that this is Man in Black, because it doesn't look like a real polar bear. Not at all. DJ is a little weak. Yeah. Like, that was so awful. Yeah. A little hairspray in the face, like... <laughs> yeah. Made him go away. I don't know. You okay? You alive? You alright? He's alive. Turn him over. Turn him over. Charlie, we gotta get out of here. So, when you say turn the key, you mean like a key key? That was a, a fail-safe key. That seems kind of convenient. <laughs> wow, that's I'm funny. You had this magic key the whole time. Why you this is the writers right here. I'm just gonna say this is one of those scenes that nearly that rarely ever happens. Yeah. Yeah, like they realized that this was a question. Yeah. And decided to uh, put it in there. You know, gonna like turn it into the Hulk or something. Natural season six, brother. purple. <laughs> <laughs> It's got to turn purple, kids. Don't forget. Purple. The whole island vibrated. And Kate and Jag and Sawyer saw it too right before they had bags pulled over their heads. Don't worry. Log's going to go after them. He said so in a speech. Uh-oh. What? What speech? Uh-oh. Oh, I forgot. Oh, my yeah. God. Yep. In the era of the, the, the Scottish portent of doom. <laughs> That's like. it. He can see the future, and his first vision is a really boring speech by Locke. <laughs> <laughs> and his next vision turns out to be wrong. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about all that. Yep. Awfulness. This is why I hated season three. This yep. is it. This is all the stuff I didn't like. We're in for a whole season of that. Now that we've survived. Oh, wow. And it's never going to pay off either. No. Nope. You, you, you know, Charlie just called it a suicide mission, but like it never really felt like they were at risk to me. No. Like they didn't really sell the suspense, and it seemed really easy to fend off the polar bear and get Echo. Like the whole thing was just like too quick. Yeah. If it was a suicide mission, why did he want to go so badly? Yeah. Yeah, does he maybe? I agree with Boone. After all, if you kept pressing that button, like Echo told you, he wouldn't have had to save him in the first place. Yeah. Charlie, that's what cleaning up your own mess means. Spoken like someone who's had a few too many messes to clean. Like this flashback. Yeah, let's let's look at one of those. Yeah, now now it just looks like they're on the island. Yeah, really. <clears throat> this is weird. It's a little woodier or something. It's something different about the the foliage, but yeah, I see yeah. what I mean. Different part of Hawaii. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, sure did. No, they're trying to distinguish it, but 
I'm feeling Hawaii. You said that I should uh, yeah. bring you by the greenhouse tonight after supper and that they would explain everything. Supper? <laughs> That's great. I'm really into that. Mm. Yeah. We don't have case lock. Yeah. What are you doing? Did you know it would be me? What? In the truck? Did you know it would be me driving? Did... Am I special? Did they choose me. <laughs> they, John, I have. Because no I want to be chosen, even if it was for this. <laughs> And I took out the firing pin. Question, then. <laughs> yeah. They chose you, John. Oh, good. Why? Also, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Didn't have a criminal record, and the psych profile said you would be amenable for coercion. Because of all the shit your dad did to you. Ouch. Hey. Lower the gun, John. They're, th they're talking about Locke's, like, fundamental What's problem here. Literally, personal? it's in a file. Yeah. And they, yeah. it's also like the others, how the others are like, I know you won't shoot because of the, yep. what I read in your file. Yeah, it is. And it's like random cops in, like, whatever California nailed Locke's, yeah. like, <laughs> psychology. <laughs> but you're right, this is exactly like the sun scene. Not a farmer. Mm -hmm. I was a hunter. But there's no, like, uh, Pop-Tarts. Did he ever hunt? What did he ever hunt? He never hunted. That's, that's his thing. Like, he he believes that he's different than what he is. And that's, they keep, yeah. they keep going back to that. It's the yeah. same thing as that scene where that guy's like, you should go do science. And he's like, no, I don't want to do science. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. He can't do it. And again, it's like, I don't know if you, like, I don't necessarily want him to be a murderer, but it, it, it still seems disappointing that he can't go through with it. Yeah, yeah. Because I think you want him to be something, and he's just yeah. this, like, gel amoeba of nothing. Yeah. Like, just a big, like, blob. This shapeless blob, yeah. yeah. Formless, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Trio Quinn, shapeless blob. <laughs> Yeah, I think Charlie's functional here. Like, he really doesn't normally do stuff like this. Yeah. It's kind of strange. They needed somebody for him to talk to in those other scenes. And... Yeah. Especially after his complete apathy at the end of season two. Yeah. They didn't really follow up on that. Sorry, I gave up on my faith in the I'll do it again later. Yeah, yeah, don't worry. It's not the last time. I messed up. Now our people are captured. And if I just listen to you, if I just let you keep pushing the button, I could have gone with them, protected them. Nope. I doubt it, Locke. <laughs> They didn't want you, actually, so... Yeah. Uh, I think you would have got a, a dart in your neck just like they did. <laughs> the safe. 
Is this man in black? It feels like it to me. <laughs> Which is weird, like... Like, Charlie took Echo to go get the water with him, and this is, like, man in black. Yeah. After all, you are here. Like this thing. Yeah, telling... Why would you say that? Yeah, telling Locke he's a hunter, when we've just seen that that's not the case... Really makes me think it's Man in Black. And well, yeah, we just saw that he wanted to. And see, now his eyes aren't yep. open. Yep. Yeah, maybe that was kind of like a daydream. Yeah, exactly. Like, That's what I was like, thinking. It's like Echo never really was awake. Yeah. He just saw that. Because I think that makes the most sense. I don't think we're ever supposed to believe Echo actually would say that. No. So this is a special case of Man in Black. Like, yeah. He presents himself as dead people, he does the dreams, and now daydream. Daydream. Like daydream in the place of the person who's actually there. Yeah, just add to the list of who's things not, he did one who's time. Not dead, who's not dead. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. Hey, who's this lady? <laughs> oh, no, it's the first appearance. Oh, my God. I hope she's not on the show for a short period of time. When were you planning on telling us this? I hope she gets buried alive. <laughs> ah, ooh, who's that guy? Is that the Brazilian Tom Cruise? I think it is. <laughs> Brazilian <laughs> Tom Cruise. <laughs> oh, man. That's the only thing I always... I've seen this actor in other things, and I just... That's the only thing I ever think of. Oh, here's, here's the big speech. We're going to find them, all of them. And then we're going to bring them home. But first things first, we got to look after Mr. Echo. So Paolo and Nikki bring towels and water. Using their names like he knew them forever. Yep. Yep. That was his speech. <laughs> that was the speech. Watch, watch this. I love this part. It's so ridiculous. <laughs> Not a bad speech. Wow. <laughs> Not a good speech either. Yeah. Yeah, like, they try to sell it, but it's like, yeah. it wasn't really, I mean, he said words, but it wasn't really a speech. Yeah. This is not like his, we're, uh, we're not alone, and we all know exactly. it. Exactly, exactly. It was really underwhelming. It's like, why did they, yeah. they should have made that a bigger deal if they want this yeah. moment to work. I think they should have made a bigger deal. It's really strange. And if Charlie didn't say the word speech... Uh, Hurley wouldn't have put two and two together. Yeah, exactly. Because he didn't... Oh, that was a speech? <laughs> Why does he get more clothes? And it's also funny that Desmond doesn't even seem to be listening when yeah. that's the thing that he supposedly remembered. So how did he even see that? Yeah, yeah. yeah it's like, huh? <laughs> Classic Lost. I don't know about you, man. I think this show's going to get canceled before <laughs> the end of season four, man. I don't think it's going to get... The way they're writing this thing, it's just not going to work. It's hopeless. Yeah, exactly. Like, clearly, like, there's no one at the wheel here. It's no. just... The inmates have taken over the asylum, and yeah. there's just... It's it's just... Uh, Got a third analogy there? A uh, Maybe. Hold on. <laughs> they're... Uh, <laughs> They're, uh, not, uh, I don't know, two cans short of a six-pack, uh. (laughs) (laughs) One spoke, spoke, uh, (laughs) off of a donkey wheel. Ah, yes! That's perfect. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it, it really is, like, it really is not a great episode. No. It's, everything kind of falls flat. 
Um, oh. <laughs> I almost feel like Glass Ballerina was better. I think it was. I wow. think it was. And that's, you know, because Glass Ballerina, I think, wasn't that bad. Yeah. Um, it was, it, like, there were a few parts that were a little bit, like, okay, just not that great. But uh, the flashback had some really interesting elements that we talked about at length. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the confrontation, the confrontation with Sun was more interesting than this thing with Locke and Flashback, which is a repeat of the scene. I mean, it's the same lines. You won't shoot me. You're good. You're not like, you know, like we know from your file, you know, like mm-hmm. it's the same scene, but with a yeah. different, and it's like, why do they have two episodes and, in a row with the same and scene? Sun shot her. Yeah, Sun That's shot her. Different. <laughs> Sun yeah. actually had what it took. Why is Sun more of a hunter than Locke? I mean, it was, it was, she was startled to doing it, but she True. still did it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And it's like, if it just doesn't feel like Locke has the commitment, the follow-through to like, and it just, it makes him seem wishy-washy and just like, mm-hmm. he can't, he, he can't. Impotent is the word you're looking for. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like he even, in that moment that he wants to save his family, it's it's not enough to give him the the sort of willpower to the only family he's guy. ever had. Yeah, exactly. And he seemed like he was supposed to be really happy, but he's just like, nah, I can't do it. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, really? And then yeah, and then you have Man in Black manipulating him, telling him what he wants to hear. Yes, Locke, I was the sacrifice Seattle demanded. Yes, yes, Locke, you have a mission. Yes, Locke, you're a hunter, you know? And it's just like he's continuing to get the same manipulation that this undercover cop did on him and the police knew that he would be amenable for is is continuing. And so it's just, like, frustrating to watch on that level. But I think just ultimately, dramatically, it it just falls flat. Like, there's no suspense. There's no real drama. I mean, the whole thing is just kind of plotting and – None of the plot lines are interesting. Yeah. I think that, and and we'll see because we have to watch the rest of these episodes, but I think this is the worst one of these early episodes, mm-hmm. um, which is funny because when they talk about this part of the season and they talk about how bad it was, they always talk about the people in the cages, you know? Yeah. This is the episode without the cages, but I think it's worse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like I would rather watch the boring others <laughs> than watch this stuff, you know? It's like – and I was so excited for it, and that made it even more of a letdown. It's like – Well, it's, 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 you know, it's more like watching – you know, watching someone you want to root for fail is worse than watching someone you're neutral about fail or succeed. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like like you're saying, watching the others be boring is fine. That's you know, because we're not that invested. Watching Locke fail yeah. and be be uh you know swindled and coerced and not the the, the kind of you know hunter that yeah. uh he wants to be is really it's uh it's 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 not just less satisfying but it's um it's painful. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And it's just, it feels, just with the whole series in mind and the tragedy of Locke that we were talking about earlier, it feels mm-hmm. all the more insulting and, like, painful for the character to have, like, 
no-name whatever character cop, like, <laughs> sum up his main problem perfectly. Yep. You know, this early in the show, they're already talking about the thing that is going to lead to his death. Yeah. Yeah. This guy called him from the very beginning. <clears throat> yeah. And just, wow. And he's never going to move on from that. This is before he's in the wheelchair. You know, yeah. this is this is before all of his experiences on the island. Like, he never moves on from that. You know, he never learns from that mistake that he makes, like, 80,000 times, you know? It's like, yeah. what the fuck, you know? And he gets told to his face that that's his problem. Yeah. You know, and he doesn't realize it. Like, for character growth for Locke, he really needed to realize that that was his problem. And what's weird is... His problem isn't that he's not a hunter. His problem no. is that he wants to be a hunter and he's not. Exactly. And he's not happy being who he is. Exactly. Which is a really interesting fundamental flaw. I mean, that's a universal, you know, yeah. people aspire to be things that Absolutely. they're not and want to, you know, so it's a really interesting kind of thing to wrestle with. But I feel like out of all the characters on the show, it's, it's very specific to Locke that he's someone who, he, he wants to be someone who he's not. And he gets time and time again shown that he should just be happy being who he is. Well, I guess figure out who he is and then just yeah. be happy being that. Yeah. But instead, people get to use him because they see he wants to be something more. Right. And he's willing to listen to them if they'll tell him what he wants to hear. Yeah. Yeah. And even if it's in some part of his mind, like he he knows or at least he won't admit to himself, but on some level, like – he's worried that he's not the person he wants to be. Yeah. You know, and so he has this anxiety about it and, and he cannot function because of that, you know? And so it's just, yeah, it's, I appreciate that aspect on a level because it is like really intense, um, you know, character flaw leads to their downfall, like tragedy. Yeah. But, on the other hand, like, to me, it's just frustrating watching this because I don't care about the commune or anything happening there. It feels like a tacked-on flashback. This is getting to the point in the show where, like, the flashbacks are getting a bit, like, you know, redundant. This stuff never comes up again. You know, it's only there for this one episode and the sweat lodge and all that stuff. Yeah. The Boone vision felt underwhelming. It wasn't as cool as the Yemi stuff from Question Mark. It wasn't mm -hmm. as cool as Teresa Falls Up the Stairs from uh, Deus Ex Machina in Season 1. And yeah. uh, and it also just – it just – yeah, it just seems underwhelming. And then his mission isn't as interesting. And Teresa Falls Up the Stairs, they go find this mysterious plane, and Boone dies. In question mark, they go find a new hatch, the Pearl Station. They realize they're, they were being monitored and mm -hmm. Echo decides to push the button. These are big dramatic turns. Like here, what does he learn from this trip? Like, uh. You know, I want to talk about that. I want to talk about what is Man in Black getting out of this? What is this whole idea of trying to convince Lockheed's the hunter? Like what is, why? What what is what is Man in Black trying to get out of out of out of out of convincing him he's a hunter? It's a good question. Like I don't know. I mean, I, I can't me think. think of anything particularly. I mean, the whole thing seems to be 
I mean, we can look at it two ways. You know, I guess it doesn't really matter. I mean, it, it matters, but I mean, Polar Bear or Man in Black takes Echo. Yeah. Man in Black slash the island gives Locke a vision to go save Echo. Mm-hmm. Locke goes, and he is brave and bold and smart and uh, has ingenuity to mm-hmm. defeat the polar bear and get Echo. So that's, yeah. you know, great. You're a hero here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and yet the flashback is saying, you're not a hunter, you're a farmer. Yeah. Uh, which, uh, I don't know how we're really supposed to parse that, but, and then, but then on the island, he seems to prove himself to be a hunter because mm-hmm. he saves Echo. He doesn't kill the polar bear, but he does save Echo. Yeah. Um. And uh. And then he, then then Man in Black slash Echo tells him, "You're a hunter." Yeah. So what is he? I guess maybe in the next episodes we'll see. Maybe that gives him some confidence to be a leader. Yeah. Um. Ah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what what he's really getting out of convincing him of that. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good question. Or maybe maybe being a hunter is analogous to your special. You know, you're right. you're bigger than life. You're you 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 know, and so and the more Locke believes that, the more he's capable of making mistakes and mm-hmm. and being coerced. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that's definitely true. I'm trying to figure out if it's more than that, but mm-hmm. I I think at the very least it's that. Yeah, because uh, I think at this point his concrete plans for Locke have yet to start to play out you know i think initially like we talked about it in question mark he was setting Locke and echo against each other to get the hatch imploded yeah because i think as long as they were messing around with the hatch they weren't doing his plans Mm -hmm. um at this point he does seem to want Locke to rescue echo but he also seems to want him to go rescue jack and and sawyer and kate um and so he wants them to all get back together. That sort of fits. I, I tend to think that Locke improv, or Man in Black, God, I'm calling him Locke now. I tend to think that Man in Black improvises, like some of his plans, although some of them are based on time travel, so it's hard to improvise in that yeah. case. I do think the, the Hunter thing does relate to, uh, Locke helping to rescue the Lossies who the others have. Like, yeah. you, you know. So that that kind of makes sense if he says, "Okay, you're a hunter," and and maybe that's part of it. Oh, maybe that's hmm. Ah, maybe ah. that's the idea. Is he showed Locke he could rescue Echo, so he's saying now you can you have the skills to go rescue the other Losties. Right. Maybe that's part of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that is part of it, and I think also like doing that does prove him, seem to prove him to be right. And I think reinforcing Locke, that, that's the key thing. So, okay, I think maybe I, I have an idea. So I, the next time that Locke um, interacts with the Man in Black this season is mm-hmm. Jacob's Cabin. And yeah. I, I think Jacob's Cabin, the thing in Jacob's Cabin where he tells him, help me, you know, and mm-hmm. he gives this, this message that only he can hear and Ben can't hear. I think ultimately that ends up being about – uh, playing up, like there's two parts. First, making Locke think that he's been chosen by the island. Okay. Yeah. The second part of that is making Ben believe that Locke's been chosen by by Jacob, actually. Yeah. Um, and and that leads to uh Ben being jealous of Locke. That leads to Locke also becoming the leader of the others. 
And both of those things play heavily into Man in Black's plan. Because the Ben thing leads to Ben murdering Locke, and Locke being the leader of the others leads to him getting access to Jacob when he returns and pretends to be Locke. Yeah. So I think yeah. I think we're we're heading in that direction. Because I think the the seed of that plan starts this season. Like the help me is it accomplishes both things. So I think right now he's building up Locke to believe he's chosen by the island. And also okay. his confidence. And the more he acts confident and acts like the island's chosen him, the more like Ben will believe it eventually. Mm-hmm. So I think I think that kind of works. That kind of works. Uh, it seems weird that he put Locke and Echo against each other um, with a button, but hmm, okay. yeah. But the thing we came up with at the time was that was that as long as they were pushing the button. I mean, the first of all, like uh, the button not being pushed was a was a threat to Man in Black. Like, it could be a problem if all that stuff are released. Like, it could destroy the – if it destroys the island only or the world or whatever, it destroys, like, maybe the, the, the source that creates him. Like, he needs to get that situation under control. Mm-hmm. And so I think I think that's part of it. But also, like, as long as Locke and Echo, too, because I think he wants to manipulate Echo as well, as long as they're down there um, messing around with the hatch – uh, they're not going to be able to do the other stuff that he wants. Mm-hmm. You know. Well, well, why convince Echo the button needs to be pressed? Yeah, it's a good point. But I mean, it's it seems like it's it's playing them like he needs he needs one of them to want to push the thing. Like maybe he's trying to figure out who's got the most who's the most yeah. coercible. Exactly, and I think I think it it works because Echo is. Echo has more faith than Locke is, so Echo's going to be the believer, and Locke will be the one who draws the conclusion that the button doesn't do anything, and it doesn't Mm -hmm. mean anything, and it has no purpose. And so I think he uses both of their strengths, (laughs) both of their Well, here's the question, though. Did did Man in Black even know what the Pearl Station had to show them? I presume that he did, but I guess I don't know for sure. I don't know how he could. Why not? Like he went down there and pressed and put the tape in and pressed play and watched it? He could have. <laughs> I mean, I didn't really think about it that far. He could have though. He could have done that. He also could have just scanned someone that did, that was down there or, you know, I mean, he seems to know uh quite a lot about what Dharma was doing at various points. So I just presume that he was aware of their projects and what they did and stuff like that. I mean, Dharma and he has to hope that and he has to hope that Desmond is down there when all this happens because yeah. Desmond needs to turn the key yeah. or else shit will hit the fan. Well, I mean, like all like grandmaster plans, it does seem to depend on a lot of coincidence. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's true. You know, I, so I do think, like, if you look at it, it's not a plausible plan, but I feel like it's the best, you know, <laughs> like, a lot of plans are like that, I guess I'm saying. Yeah. You know, and so, yeah, I don't know, yeah, I don't know exactly what we're supposed to think, and I think, you know, they don't ever really tell us. 
Mm-hmm. But also, Dharma is an example of people that Jacob brought to the island. Maybe? Question mark? Question mark? Um, and so that's another reason why he might have um, been interested in them. I mean, did he have involvement with Horace? Like, the fact that Horace built the cabin is kind of suspicious, um, considering the fact that uh, that becomes this place that Jacob uses and or well, I don't think Dar- I don't think Jacob brought Dharma to the island. You don't think so? Why do you think why do you think that? Well, I just assume that Jacob brings everyone to the island. Well, I mean, because then they hmm. <laughs> no, I, I I would imagine they got there independently, um, because I feel like otherwise they should have been they shouldn't have been Dharma. They should have been the others. Well, yeah, but the problem is that, I mean, he did that with the Losties too, you know, like, that's what I thought about the reveal that, you know, he, that the others originally were supposed to be, like, the people he brought to the island, you know, but then, like, at a certain point, the others are separate from the people he brings to the island, and they start killing them, (laughs) you know, like, at least that's like at a certain point the others take on a life of their own, I guess. But I thought Dharma found the island with the lighthouse or something. Well, yeah, they find the lamppost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lamppost. I, I think, uh, yeah, they did. But it's like, but Jacob let him do that, or he influenced that process somehow. I mean, it's the kind of thing where, you know, the Lassies crash on the island because Desmond didn't push the button. You know. But Jacob's influence was there somehow, you know? Mm-hmm. I Like, like Dharma found the island because they had this equipment, but I want to say Jacob's influence is there somehow. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't know. I, mean, I don't at, know. At the very least, like, if you want to believe it, and I don't really trust props very much, but there's several names on the candidate list that are from Dharma. Mm-hmm. That doesn't necessarily mean they all were, but it, I mean, it suggests he brought some of them there. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. Okay. I mean, that's what I'd be inclined to say. I mean, I feel like it doesn't, it, it is a messy story, but I feel like we're supposed to believe that Jacob brought everybody to the island. Okay. You know, after the initial, uh, <laughs> Once he's the protector. Yeah. Well, I mean, I could see him bringing some initial Dharma people, but I can't imagine he wanted Dharma as as they came to be to be on the island. Well, maybe not. And the thing is, eventually the others kill them all. And, uh, you know, it it, it plays out like a little bit – uh, and I think this similarity was intentional, though it's though it's clunky and not quite nailed home as usual. But like when the man in black and across the sea like builds that well, and mm-hmm. put, he's gonna install the donkey wheel, and he's like, I'm gonna turn this thing, and I'm gonna get off the island, and then like mother comes in and fills a hole and kills the whole village. Yeah, I mean it kind of feels to me like that's what happens with Dharma. Like they 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 start messing around with the island stuff and like he brought them there, but maybe he didn't want them to do that. And that's why they end up yeah. all getting killed. Yeah. You know, 
I mean, I still think it's well, an open question. They all got killed because Ben wanted to kill them. Well, but... Ben says it was Widmore, and Widmore might say it was Jacob, but, you know, who knows who said what because everybody lies, and the, the, the show doesn't really answer. And I think it doesn't want us to think of Jacob as being responsible for the, for the Dharma purge, mm-hmm. you know? But I feel like, in a way, it fits with what they show. Well, it seems like he wouldn't have cared either way. He was so hands-off. Like, what would he care if they got... Well, he does have to protect the island, and if they're... Yeah, but, I mean, he's got a lot of candidates to choose from, some who aren't even on the island yet. Right. So, I mean, like, you know... And, I mean, really, he's eternal, right? Like, I guess for some reason Mother had to give up... You know, she wanted somebody in her place... Mm -hmm. But it seems like for Jacob, like, he, it doesn't matter. Oh, I brought some Dharma people here. Okay, now they set up a whole organization. That's bad. Okay, I'll kill them off because who cares? Like, in 20, 30 years, I'll bring another group of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, huh. Yeah, which is, I, I, I feel like we're not supposed to see him as being that callous, but on the other hand... It, it does fit with what Mother did, and if they were mucking about, I mean, certainly the Swan Station and the incident, this is all stuff they could have tied together if they wanted to. Yeah. Like the Swan Station and the incident, uh, hitting the pocket, the stuff with the orchid, and the, the donkey wheel was connected to that, which is something that the Man of Black was building. Like, mm-hmm. th- they could have said that, like, Jacob had to stop them, you know, yeah. because they didn't understand what they were dealing with. Yeah. Not that Jacob did either, but you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like he understood enough to know not to mess with it. Exactly, exactly, and that's you know that's what Mother said. Like if the people get the light, then they might use it and put it out, and you know what I mean. Yeah. Like it seems like that sort of fits. Well, see, that's 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 where I was. I think I was getting the idea that they didn't bring Jacob. Jacob didn't bring Dharma because she said. People are attracted to the light, so it makes right. me think that they're just people who are searching for it, like yeah. like Whitmore, yeah. but obviously next to the island, but like yeah. that they just lucked upon it and they found a way to get there. Right. It know, could, it could be. I mean, they don't uh, answer that question. Yeah. And so, like, yeah, it's just my assumption because it just seems kind of consistent. But on the other hand, yeah, it could just be that sometimes people find the island randomly. Yeah. And, you know, like when Jacob and the man in black crashed there, I mean, I don't know if we're supposed to believe mother brought them there or if they just got there coincidentally. Yeah, I don't think we're supposed to think mother brought them there. I don't either. I don't either. And then that suggests that people can just crash there randomly. Yeah. Well, like Desmond, right? Yeah, but Desmond's, eh, Destiny, eh. <laughs> yada, 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 Destiny. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Desmond supposedly had a higher purpose, though they flubbed that too. I mean, <laughs> the whole thing's a mess. But yeah, I feel like Desmond, uh, Danielle, um all these people that accidentally crash, I mean, even Richard... I mean, it's it's sort of like mm-hmm. they they accidentally crashed, but they were brought there. <laughs> I mean, the losses are like that. See, too. I I feel like I feel like 
see, I think there's a difference. I think there's a separation between the beginning, uh, like when debt, like, um, Richard and the, uh, getting there, uh, the slave ship and all that, like, I think that's before Jacob starts bringing people to the island proper because that's before their bet about humanity, right? No, 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 no. That's that's after that scene because when they have that dialogue, they're talking about the Black Rock. Like that's when they're when they're sitting on the beach and they have that conversation. He's like, "You brought them here," and he's talking about the Black Rock. and And Jacob even says that he brought that ship there in the Avatarno scene. Like he did bring them there. So that's 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 after the bet. The bet mm-hmm. the bet had been going on for God knows how long because that's you know eighteen hundred years after. I, I, I wanted it to just be simple. Like the only people he brought there are the people like when he builds the lighthouse and he has that thing where he can actually mm-hmm. search for people out in the real world. To me, that's where it's like okay, now I'm gonna start picking people to bring. Yeah, but maybe the Black Rock is like. He can sense there was a ship out there, and he used the storm to bring mm-hmm. it to the island. You know, he didn't necessarily see the inhabitants of the Black Rock before they got on the ship and say, I want you to come. Like, I, I mean, I guess it could go either way, but, you know, it was more of a coincidence. Like, here's a ship nearby. I'll guide them towards the island mm-hmm. versus with the candidate, the losty candidate. Right. Of like, I saw Jack grow up. I saw Kate as a kid. I've been yeah. watching this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, no, I'm bringing. I think I think the distinction there is that they're not candidates. Mm-hmm. They're people he brought to the island, but they're not people he brought to the island to replace him. Then what's the point of bringing people to the island? To prove the man in black wrong. So he's just going to bring random people. I think so. I mean, I, that's my that's my assumption. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. because the candidate thing, it's it fits in because he still wants to prove Amanda Black wrong with them too. But the candidates are there specifically to to replace him, and I think he brought other people, you know, not intending for them to replace him. Okay. Just yeah. for the bet, it's kind of messy, but I think I I think that's true. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a mess. No, I I understand your skepticism because I I realize that it's I I think the story could be a lot cleaner and it doesn't really work and I mean that's that's one of the tweaks that really needs to be tweaked. And it's again it's it that's the 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 beginning first impetus of the damn story we're watching is this bet between Man of Black mm-hmm. and Jacob and it's really like okay. You're gonna bring people to the island, random, which is, random is good, like random mm-hmm. selection. Don't have a bias. Absolutely. Okay, fine. Uh, but you just expect them to. We talked about this before. You just expect them to crash land on the island and to what? Exemplify the best of humanity. Prove their and goodness. Worst, prove their goodness in the worst possible human situation. Mm-hmm. You know, when your survival at stake, and yeah. like I'll prove how good people are. Like how by doing what? By being hands off and letting them be corrupted by Man in Black, uh-huh. like it's just yeah, it's one of those bad plans that apparently can't be changed. <laughs> yeah, and he let that go on for eighteen hundred years. <laughs> oh god, it's I know, right? It's laughable, but it's yeah. like, and then yeah, and it's like the scene is unbelievable that Richard's like. Uh, and, and he even asked him, like, what happened to all the people you brought to the island before? He's like, they're all dead. 
Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> and it's like he doesn't even realize how ridiculous that sounds. That's like when I was a kid and I I caught a lizard and I had this big paint bucket that I put it in and I put like you know sticks and leaves mm-hmm. and dirt and tried to make a little habitat and then I I put it in my closet and forgot about it and it died. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's the same thing. Like, oops, this thing I was really interested in. Uh, observing and le- and learning about. Oops, I forgot to pay attention, and it's dead now. Yeah. And you just shrug your shoulders and move on. It's nah. so weird. Oh well. And then yeah, and then it's like it takes a Richard to be like, well, you know, like if you don't do anything, then the man in black's just gonna go in there and like kill them, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's like, oh. <laughs> oh wow. It's like, you know what? I'm going to hire you. You've got spirit. Yeah, right? Yeah, you're good. I need you around. Yeah, you need to keep me in check. Clearly, I, I just don't have any perspective on what I'm doing. This is why I'm losing. I'm yeah, it's like, this is why I'm losing the game. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because we're playing by different rules. Yeah. Like, I, I can't do anything, and he's constantly killing everyone. <laughs> That's not a very fair game. It's like two people playing basketball. Okay. The rules are player yeah. A stands on the sideline and does nothing, mm-hmm. or pay- player B shoots all the baskets. Yeah, exactly. Whoever gets the highest score wins. Yeah. Go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to win this somehow. I'm going to win if I just keep doing nothing. <laughs> I will prove my point. <laughs> Don't know how that's going to work, Jacob. It's ridiculous. And, you know, it's really just, to me, that's born of the fact that uh, because of the way the show's written, they could not have Jacob intervene all the time because mm-hmm. uh, the first few seasons just wouldn't work because, like, where was Jacob? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you had to ask. And so it's like it, they were, it was almost forced on them. If they were going to make this cosmic thing where it's like Jacob chose them, Jacob brought them there, they have a purpose for them that Jacob intended the whole time. It's like, where the fuck was Jacob before, you know? But see, I think there's a little bit of, I think there's a little bit of middle ground there where they could have said, okay, Jacob did this, Jacob did that. Uh, you know, situations that they got out of that they could have died, they could have said Jacob helped. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, um, I think they they could have they you know they could have they could have fudged it a bit where they said okay yeah Jacob didn't come out right and save somebody's life but he made sure that they found the medicine on the plane or something you know or uh you know what I mean like uh, somebody screaming in the jungle they they made sure like somebody heard that to save them you know like little things here and there I think they could have got away with instead of just saying he's completely hands off he was so hands off he didn't even know what was going on mm-hmm. yeah, you know, yeah yeah that that, that that's a, that's a bit of a stretch cuz then you have the bad guy being totally hands on yeah. and then you still have to say well why isn't he more hands on like we said before why isn't he giving everybody dreams yeah. and making people crazy and do things yeah uh and uh you know so you you they kind of can lose on either side of that equation yeah 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 he's he's limited when he needs to be mm-hmm. and his powers are far-reaching from you know in random scenes it's just like yeah there's <laughs> no there's no consistency to that definitely um and i don't i mean they don't really define jacob's powers either 
So yeah. it's just kind of, it's, yeah. I mean, you're right. There is a middle ground, and I wish they had found it. But, yeah, I think for some reason, and, like, I get, I kind of get the logic of, like, I shouldn't tell you what to do because then, like, my point isn't proven, you know? Mm-hmm. But he could he could at least introduce himself. I mean, he doesn't have to, like, give them orders, but he could well, at least the, orient them a bit. The fundamental problem is you don't know when the game is won. That's the fundamental problem. Yeah. Man in Black has an upper hand in this situation because he can make sure the game is never over. Yeah. You know, if, you, if you're playing chess... Uh, you might not know how to get victory, but you know if you knock the other players off the boards, they'll never win. However, you can win. Right. You know, you might not know what winning means, but you know that they can't win if they, if you shake the board and the players, mm-hmm. their pieces fall off. So, I feel like that's kind of the fundamental problem is, Man in Black knows what victory looks like for him. It's getting off the island, and yep. until then, it's, it's, you know, in terms of their bet, it's, uh, it's killing the players so they can't prove themselves to be good. Right. Or manipulating them into being bad. For man for Jacob, what is what is victory? How do you how do you show humans are fundamentally good? I, I don't know how you show that. Yeah. People come to the island and build a utopia and live for how long? Yeah. How long do you have to be in a utopia and live harmoniously before you prove that they're good? You know what yeah. I mean? Like is a month enough? Is two mm-hmm. years enough? You know, there's going to be conflict eventually no matter what. Yep. So, like, it's like, it's a shitty bet. <laughs> unless you state what the rules are, unless you state what victory is, he, there, there's almost no way he can win. Right. Right. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. And But I feel like uh, every story that we see basically proves eventually the man in black right. Mm-hmm. You know, like if it's easier for him. Yeah. Well, and that's the problem is they both are at least Jacob is misunderstanding humanity, which when by the time they make the bet is understandable. Like because later when he's able to leave the island, and he gets to see modern times. He can get a better sense of how people really work. But before that, he grows up on the island and his his experience with humanity is very limited. Yeah. You know, so but I feel like it's 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 such a weird situation for him to try to make this bet, not knowing that when humans are in a situation of scarcity and survival, they're at their worst. Yeah. But but th- but that's that's not just a human thing. That's a that's a life thing. Yeah. You know, any animal will try to survive. When it's when his life is being threatened, right. no matter what, an animal will eat its young if it means it can survive, you know. Or if the young won't survive, you know, it'll, you know, eh, conservation of energy, you know. So it's like it's just, it's just such a really weird bet to have when you don't even understand a what victory is and b what are the what are the variables here. Yeah. You know, you put people in the the worst situation they've ever been in their entire life, and they're supposed to show the best of humanity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like how does that work? It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't work. That's the answer. Yeah, 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 yeah. I feel like they should have. I do wish they had thought through Jacob's big plan. And I think it's also muddled by the fact that there's like different parts of it. You know? Yeah. Like there's 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 the bet about like whether people are good or bad, and mm-hmm. then there's the candidates. You know? Yeah. 
And, like, the candidates are a part of the first plan, kind of, but they're also separate, you know? And so it's just it's it's just a bit it's just a bit of a mess. Yeah. You know, because it's like it, the bet doesn't seem to matter anymore. By mm-hmm. the end, it's like who cares about the bet anymore? You know, in the, in his final meeting with them, he's not like, you know, <laughs> I win or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Like, and that's the other thing too is it could it should have been something tangible like listen. The only, only good people can find the light cave. And I will bring people to this island until I prove that there's a human out there who's fundamentally good and can find the light cave on their own. Mm-hmm. And that could have been the bet. Yeah. And then you have Jack find the light cave. Yeah. The candidates should have been the people who are most likely to find the light cave. Who are most likely, it should have been that connected. Like the candidates are the people, not who can take over for Jacob ex- specifically, but generally the people who can pass the first test. Yeah. Which is the bet. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know? And then you say, okay, they're the people who can uh, lead, you know, they're natural leaders, or they can, they're natural problem solvers, or whatever you want to say. Or, like I said, you they, they can find the light cave, or they can tap into the power of the island because they're naturally good. Like, there should have been something tangible that you can say, here is what victory looks like. Yeah. You know, and since they're retconning all this, and since they know Jack is going to be the guy at the end who does this, then that's what they should have done. Yeah. Especially since he wakes up two feet from the light cave. Right. You know, that would have been an interesting sign. Like, oh man. Yeah. I, I, this, this playing a little part, I, dra- you know, I zap these people to the island and Jack randomly landed next to the light cave. This is a sign he might be the one. Yeah. It's a good point. Wow. <laughs> insane no i like that uh that would have been nice yeah um another thing is that like it really doesn't seem like the man in black is that invested in the bed no and that's again back to what you're saying about it being muddle is there's the bet and the candidate and then there's you know on on jacob's side of what he wants out of this whole thing generally and on man in black side it's the bet and getting off the island yeah you know, right. so it's still these two things that he, you know, he doesn't really care about the bet, you know, because he, and that's the thing, they should have, they should have been connected. Right. He can't get off the island until he proves the bet wrong. Yeah. Or, or until he wins the bet and proves Jacob wrong. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it just should have tied in more. It's like if they're going to introduce this grand idea of like, you know, these two mm-hmm. like uh, supernatural uh, figures who have this bet about whether humanity is fundamentally good or bad. Like, it's just they should have followed through on that. You know, it's just yeah. it's a weird thing to introduce and then just like drop. <laughs> and, and, and if I was rewriting this show, I would have had Jacob put all his money behind Jack, and I would put I would have had uh, Man in Black put all his money behind Locke, and they both have yep. leadership qualities. They both have a connection to the island, but it should have been. Man in Black's plan should have been to use his whole loophole idea, not only to get off the island, but to show Jacob that, wrong. that that man is in, inherently corruptible. Yep. Even a good one is inherently corruptible, and that should have proven him, A, proven Jacob wrong, and B, yep. given him a way off the island. Yep. I see you found your loophole and prove me wrong. <laughs> yep. That's all we needed. <laughs> Just, like, a little more, you know, like... It's yeah, yeah. It should have tied together. Absolutely. It's just better writing that way. I think. 
Yeah. Because otherwise, it's just these disparate elements that only seem very vaguely connected. You know, because mm-hmm. like Man in Black's desire to leave the island, I mean, that goes back to before he was even the smoke monster. Yeah. You know, like that was just like what he's always wanted, yeah. you know, because he wanted to explore and like see outside the island. He didn't like being confined there. And it's like that has nothing to do with whether <laughs> what he thinks about humanity. Exactly. You know? And so, uh, uh, that's kind of disappointing. Yeah, his loophole, yes, his loophole to get off the island should have been winning the bet. Yeah. Yeah, that should have been how he got off the island was, listen, I proved you wrong. Absolutely. And then, like, they could have something where ultimately Jacob's right because of what Jack does at the end, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, the, if they want to come back, they don't have to end it on, well, Man of Black won the bet, so, uh... <laughs> Mm-hmm. I guess people are bad. You know, they could still kind of pull it back. But, yeah, I totally agree. Because that's another thing that they really dropped the ball on, which is, like, what the loophole was. Yeah. And it would have been great to have it tie in with the bet. Mm-hmm. You know, because that would have made more sense. Yeah, like, man is inhaling corruptible. I win the bet. Man is highly corruptible. Therefore, you know, I could, I got a good man to kill you. Yeah. Not that Ben was good, but if Locke had done it. Right. Uh, you know, or something like that, you know, where it's, yeah, God, they should have, they should have somehow tied that, those two things together. Yeah. Which they could have done. They're retconning it. They could have told me that, you know. Yeah. Yeah. They have no problem retconning things. I mean, we just looked at Nikki and Paolo acting like they've been there the whole time. <laughs> Acting like they're not even tan. That's how new they are to the island. <laughs> they're fresh off the boat, man. Come on. Nobody's buying that. You can't do that quaff at this point. Like, come on. <laughs> oh, wow, Nikki and Paulo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember, like, hating them instantly. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They didn't even do anything in this episode, and I was already like... They showed up! Yeah. They, they showed up, and they had names, and yep. they had people talking to them like they had been around for a while. Yeah. Like, I think it would have been... It would have it would have been just so much better if if, if Locke would have been like, what, wait, what's your name again? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Nikki. Oh, okay, yeah. And then a little bit of like, yeah, I I, I might have... Like, I'll... I'll, I'll, I'll um. You know, I'll give you the fact that you've been around here, but I don't want to go so far as to say I know your name and we're friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we've been we've interacted several times. Like, there's all these there's this history that we have. You just never seen it on screen, <laughs> you know. But like, yeah, we've had some times, me and Paulo. Yeah, like, exactly. What? Yeah. Yeah, no, totally. They could have sold it differently. And then, like, so, so they do that here where he's just like, hey, Nikki, Paulo, blah, 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 you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then later on, when Nikki and Paulo get their episode, then they have Sawyer saying this, like, meta line of, like, who's Nikki, you know? Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's, it's like, too late by then. It's like they play it both ways. Yeah, it's too, but they play it that way because of the reaction from how they started it off. Exactly. You know, which is which is horrible. Like, and I and I don't think they did it, but they should have shown Nick and Paolo in the background 
in the like earlier in this episode. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like the first time we see them should not be at the end of the episode when they're talking. Yeah. Like they they should have featured them somewhere in the background, just hanging around like a red shirt. Yeah. Then when they come to the fore, foreground, then we go, oh, okay. Well, at least we understand like they were red shirt background players, and now they're coming to the forefront. Right. Not. They just, you know, you could almost have a conspiracy, you know, crockpot theory that they came out of the implosion of the hatch. You mm-hmm. know, like, they just show up out of nowhere. Absolutely. They could have done it like they did with Ethan. You mm-hmm. know, like, like I love the way they did Ethan because, like, I never suspected him, you know? Yeah. And when I watch it again, I'm like, oh, shit, it's him. He's there. Like, he just showed up, you know? Yeah. And, like, people don't notice but like they they showed ethan for episodes before they revealed you know before he comes to the forefront like he's just kind of there in the background a couple times they show lock going off with him you know like yeah there's they don't like make a big deal of like everyone's talking to ethan all of a sudden you know (laughs) yeah hey i got some pipes that need fixing ethan come over here exactly exactly because that's what you're good at Mm-hmm. Yeah, like he he once he comes to the forefront, he's been there before, so it doesn't feel so unnatural. Yeah, you know, like totally. If they if they just had them more in the background, and then like later on, like they brought them in, then it would yeah, it would have flowed a lot better. Yeah, they really yeah, they really dropped the ball on that. They, the execution was just bad, and it's like they. You know, they talk about how the fans hated them, and it's like, you know, we gave you what you asked for, you know, i.e., what are the red shirts doing? You know, like, why don't you like this? And it's like, it's like, well, you know, you didn't, you just didn't execute it very well. Well, we didn't ask for the red shirts to become main characters. That's That's what we didn't ask for. That's true. That's true. And the thing is, like, they if they wanted to do, like, a high-concept thing, they could have done, like, um... And they, and like they kind of do this, but they, they just sort of flooded it by having these characters like, um, interact like they, they, like they'd been there the whole time, but they could have done an episode like that next generation episode where it's like all about the red shirts. Like, do you, do you know the one I'm talking about? I don't remember which one. Like there's, there's an episode where you follow like three like really low level officers. Mm-hmm. Um, and you see what they do, and, you know, they have, like, brief interactions with the main characters. Okay. And so you, you kind of get the perspective of, like, a lower level, because, like, most of the main characters on the show are, like, pretty high-level officers. Yeah. You know? And so you get to see, like, what it's like to be not one of those people. Yeah, You know, yeah, on yeah. the Enterprise. And so they go through an adventure, like, from their point of view. And, like, that's kind of what the Nikki Apollo episode is like. But also mm-hmm. not really. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's tough because you don't want to take focus away from the people we actually came to see. Right. You know, but. And I think that's probably why they didn't do it. And Star Trek is more episodic anyway. Yeah, so. they can get away with that more easily. Yeah. It's true. Yeah, like it probably just, it, it probably was just a bad idea from the beginning. Yeah. And they just shouldn't have tried it. And, and then, of course, later when they they're at the Pearl, it's just like you guys are you guys are you know you know stuff. Other losties never find mm-hmm. out. Like that's just nobody wants that. Yeah, it's like oh, we found this like three weeks ago. Like, <laughs> what's the big it's deal? Like, thanks, thanks for te-, and then it's like thanks for telling nobody. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And it's just yeah, it's just kind of laughable. It's like it's like a really 
um, a really blatant in your face retcon. <laughs> yeah. It's like, hell no, they didn't find that. Come on. Like, are you, are you serious? You want me to believe that? Like, oh, look, we found this pond and there's a briefcase in there. I wonder whatever the case may be. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I wonder whatever the case may be. Oh, man. <laughs> Like, come on, guys. Oh, look, it's an inhaler. I wonder if anyone's looking for it. You know, like, yeah, yeah. What the fuck? Like, it's just, it's, it's ridiculous. Oh, look, it's a creepy guy, Ethan. I wonder if he wasn't on the plane. Like, yeah, it'd be great if, uh, season six, we get to the light cave and there's like a, uh, uh, somebody wrote on the, on the, on the cave while Nick and Paula <laughs> were here. Yes! <laughs> yes! <laughs> Been here, done it. <laughs> Got here first, guys. Sorry. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. If Lost were a comedy, it would need to end that way. They can't follow here. Yeah. Of course they were. <laughs> what? You guys didn't know where this was? You guys didn't know it was so easy to find. We couldn't stop finding this place. <laughs> I told Paulo, we are not going there again. We go there every day. <laughs> every day, all the time. And I'm sick of it. We're heading towards the beach, and would you know it, we run into the light game. <laughs> yeah. No, we have to work uh, on our, uh, we have to work on our lost rewrite, man, and like, yep. work on these little, these like, uh, there's different tiers of issues, but. Yeah. Work on work on the big issues and because they they get close they get really close they do um, they do they do I really think that you know like because some people are like they you know they want to rewrite the show where it's like everything's totally different mm-hmm. you know and it's like yeah there's maybe there's there's aliens or you know the island's a spaceship or yeah 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 I wouldn't want to do yeah exactly I wouldn't want to do all that yeah like you don't really have to do that I don't think you have to change anything totally fundamental about what they reveal, like where the story goes. Yeah. You can still have the flash sideways. You can still have, you know, the basic idea of man in black wants to leave. And so, you know, that whole thing, I mean, it's really, yeah, it's really like minor things, but it's things that would make a big difference. Yeah. You know, because it's, it's just, it's somehow at those, at those moments, those key moments, they're small moments, but they just, it just doesn't happen. You know, like they, 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 they just bypass the moment when they could have like made mm-hmm. it really work. Yeah. You know, and so yeah, it, it, it'd be a great thing to do. It's kind of a big project, but yeah, I think it's doable. I've already heard several good ideas on this podcast, um, mm-hmm. about, about the ending that like sound really exciting to me. Yeah, yeah, it'd be nice to get that written. Yeah, absolutely. Like that's that's really what I wanted to see, you know. And like, I'm not sure exactly what that scene would be like, but it's like that's the that's the kind of thing that I felt like we had earned. Yes, you know, more so than just a fight on a cliff. 
Yeah, and more so than Christian telling Jack, well, you know, it kind of didn't matter whatever you did. Mm-hmm. You're here now, so. Yeah, you, you guys, whatever. you guys are really good friends, and that's kind of all that matters. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, if you guys would have just, like, rented a cabin and gone skiing for a week, it would have been the same thing. Yeah, just, yeah. You would have bonded just as much, you know. Well, a big Groupon deal on, uh, <laughs> Key Lodge. <laughs> Yeah, no, totally. Like that group over there in the church next door, like it was it was a group on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How'd you guys get here, Groupon? Normally it's a group on. Yeah, it's usually a group on. You guys are the exception. <laughs> you guys went through way too much trouble to get here. <laughs> it really wasn't worth it. No offense. Uh... Yeah, no, totally. It's yeah, that's I mean, that was one of my big disappointments. Um, and I think tying in the island with the flash sideways would really help with that. You know, and, and, and speaking of the ending, here's another crazy kind of way they could have ended it is, um, is, is, is have, I mean, this would have been a little, another step to the side of kind of what they were going for, but something, something along the lines of man in black created the flash sideways and he, mm-hmm. and he's trapped them there. Mm-hmm. You know, in this world, and they have to wake up out of this in order to move on. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. And that, that's his that's his loophole, or so that's his way of of keeping them from what they're trying to do. Is he's created this alternate reality where they're all trapped, and and Jack or Desmond has to go into the light cave and go into this place, realize that you know, in this place that takes that's outside of time. Man in Black has gotten the last laugh, mm-hmm. and he has trapped them there. And now Jack, having what it takes, per Christian's quote, mm-hmm. uh, releases them. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. I mean? Something like that would have been really interesting. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Locke even. Locke, you know. Yeah. Um, um, I don't understand, you know, hit that be that, you know, his final words, his final thoughts is that I don't understand. And then he goes to this place and then he gets it. Yeah. You know, he's the first one to wake up or something. Um, yeah. I don't know. They, oh, now I understand. Awesome. Like, I, I feel like he deserves to have that as much as Jack needed. Yeah. Um, you have what it takes. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Because, like, that's all he wanted, you know, was to, like, have some kind of, <laughs> have some kind of understanding Maybe, of his place That would have been world. interesting. That would have been interesting if the whole main thesis of Locke is his, his biggest accomplishments were never going to be in life. Yeah. It was going to be in his death, you know. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. you have, have him fail and fail and fail and fail in life. He gets killed. He doesn't understand what he should have done differently. But then in this afterlife world, he can be the hero there. Yeah. And he can realize this is what it was all for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it was it was for me to get to this place and then do something heroic or do something that was faithful or something that he was capable of doing. Yeah. You know, instead of just, what did he even do when he got to the flat <laughs> Not much. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he, I don't know, he got a job as a substitute teacher and, uh... <laughs> He got hit by a car, and then uh, he got some spinal surgery from Jack, and uh, yeah. that's about it. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Not quite, not quite heroic. Uh, no. 
No, and he wasn't a big mover. Again, it was Desmond, you know. Desmond was the one that had to wake them all up. They really really liked giving Desmond shit to do. They really did like giving Desmond a lot of stuff. I don't know why. Yeah, it's weird. It is like, oh, because you made our favorite episode, so we're going to give you a lot of stuff. Like, Yeah. I don't know. It's Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, and I think him being not one of the original Losties, I think it wasn't well-deserved. Yeah, I agree. You know, if they wanted him to be a big character, he should have been in the pilot. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, he I mean, didn't technically really earn his place. He was on the island, but mm-hmm. he wasn't in the pilot proper, but he was around, I guess. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. It's, it's, yeah, he didn't really earn that, that place as much as some people did who, who weren't there. And so, yeah, I, uh, uh, he, he needed something. I mean, it's, it's, I appreciate the ultimate tragedy, but I mean, just as a TV viewer, it's really hard to have a character end with, with nothing, you know, and Mm -hmm. like get no, uh, no even small sense of like vindication or you know a moment of overcoming their their weaknesses you know like mm-hmm. I, I feel like that's what really, we should and again seen. like like we said before not only that but also getting his legacy tarnished by the villain right. for pretending to be it's like shitting on Zodi's grave yeah yeah yeah, know, yeah yeah it's just even worse than getting nothing yeah 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 it's true it's true. And I, I, he didn't even, like, he didn't even know that that happened. And didn't even know, and then again, another, <laughs> probably didn't even know what happened. Like, it would be, it would be bad enough if he knows, but it's like, he, yeah, and no one even bothers to tell him, I think. Yeah. So he's just like, yeah, bah, I don't know, Ben killed me, uh, that was the end of my story. God, imagine a moment, imagine a moment where... Uh, uh, Locke, you know, Man in Black, just as Locke is, is, is fighting Jack on the cliff, and he's just kind of beating Jack, and it looks like he's gonna win, and then Locke shows up. Mm-hmm. And Man in Black is, you know, it's two Locks on screen. Yep, yep, yep. And Man in Black is like, what are you doing here? And Locke goes, I finally understand, and like pushes him off. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. Oh my god. I would have, I would have, I would have wet my pants. Me too. I would have wet my pants. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wear those pants anymore, but it's those okay. Pants are, I'm gonna, I'm gonna frame those pants because I just saw the coolest moment ever. <laughs> yes. That um, would have been. That would have been so epic. Absolutely. I would have loved to see that. You know, and then and then Jack sees Locke, you know, for a couple seconds as Locke fades away mm-hmm. into trans you know, going to wherever, but like Yeah. Yeah, that would have been that would have been epic. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I always wanted I always wanted somehow Locke to to come back and really really be the hero because man in black is running around with his skin on yeah you know he needed something to 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 say to have the final word for that um for that travesty yeah yeah because yeah it kind of it kind of tarnished Locke's scenes like in the flash sideways that he was evil man in black Locke on the island. And I think another thing they did that I don't like is they paired up 
um, you know, in in the in the Flash Sideway episodes that focused on on Locke, they they you know they showed the Man in Black on the island, you know, which I I felt like just kind of was confusing, mm-hmm. you know, like. Because the normal structure is you flash to the character you're focusing on, not like the character that's wearing the appearance of, you know, like, it's like, and it just, it muddles the whole thing of that's not Locke, you know? Yeah. And also, like, the fact that they had this, uh, you know, they had this big, I mean, they did have a big conflict between Jack and Locke early in the series, you know. Yeah. I guess it's still happening. I mean, I suppose yeah, he that... hasn't pulled the gun on him yet. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's like, yeah. So I mean, the conflict isn't over. Um, yeah. I guess it's not going to be over until Locke's dead. Yeah, basically. pretty much. Um, and so, and you know, there's that thing at the end of season one where Jack tells Kate, like, you know, if we get out of this, you know, I need you on my side because we're going to have a Locke problem. You know, <laughs> oh yeah, oh man. You know, and it 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 almost feels like they fulfilled that in a weird way with the man in black. You mm-hmm. know, because he's Locke. It's but it like it's like the Locke they had never really could fit that role. Yeah, you know? but they had someone look like him fill that role, mm-hmm. and so it's it, it's just a bit. I don't know. Like, it, it sort of messes with the Locke character more, you know, in terms of his legacy. Yeah. You know, that there was this guy walking around looking like Locke, and, like, there were some characters that, you know, I don't know if they ever really understood, like... <laughs> yeah. What was going on with him. <laughs> You know, like some of those random others or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, the people who a couple, you know, season two before were like, oh, he's our new leader. Yeah. And then he comes in sundown and tells us all to get out of here or else he'll kill us. Yeah. Or it'll kill or whatever his threat was. Yeah. You know, and it's like, what? How is, huh? Like, what are we supposed to be doing here? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And it's just like, they don't. I don't know. And then they still have characters call him that. And it's just like, it's, they do, I mean, it is clear that it's not him, but on the other hand, like when it's always looking like him and talking like him and being played by the same actor, you know, and paired up with him in the flash sideways, it still draws that connection. And I think it's just, it's, it's further tarnishing the image of Locke, you know, that's already, (laughs) already so low. Already yeah. so so horribly uh, tarnished. Just by I mean, his own literally, life. I mean, literally, season one and season two is is, is the height of his character, and it's yep. it goes downhill. At, almost every episode afterwards is just downhill. Further, he's getting further from his goal. He's being a worse character. Yep. A- until his death, where he gets zero understanding of why he's even dying. He goes around the world to try to convince his the the people who help create a f- whole alternate reality because they're so bonded mm-hmm. won't even take him at face value no. for his pleas uh, and begging for them to come back until he's dead. Yeah, it takes his death to rally them. Yep. Uh, then they kind of forget, and then there's somebody who looks like him, 
and, and uh being the, the the last main villain and and then yeah and then then what do you get out of all that yeah and it is weird that after all that like they reunite in the afterlife like they were old pals you know yeah it's like that's not really how no how you guys left it i mean everyone like most people thought Locke was crazy you know yep like remember rose in season four she's like i'm not going anywhere with that man you know, yep. but she's there in the church with Locke, like, you know, oh, we were old pals, you know, but wasn't he crazy guy that came out of the jungle and threw a knife and annoy him who's now he's back? Like, mm-hmm. wasn't he like he's wandering around the jungle, like consorting with Ben and like doing weird shit, like for no apparent reason? <laughs> like, yeah, did they did they really like change their mind at some point? It sure didn't look like it when they talked to him. Mm-hmm. You know, like, Kate still thought he was crazy. Jack still thought he was crazy. Everyone was just like, no, I'm not going back to the island. What are you talking about? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so, and then, but somehow, yeah, they just, they didn't earn that transition where they're all like, you know what? Luck was all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, he was right all along. Yeah. Uh, we should have listened to him before, anything like that. Yeah, yeah. It's like Jack sort of realizes that, but I don't feel like most of them do. Does he have a line where he's like, this is for Locke? Then he like punches Man in Black? Or did I make that up? Uh, does, he, does he do something like that? A little bit. Like there's, there's that, there's that interchange where, uh, where the Man in Black is, where they're lowering Desmond into the cave and the Man in Black's like, hey, Jack, doesn't this remind you of the, the hatch, uh, when we were, uh, lowering, uh, you know, mm, K down, mm. and if there's a button down there, we could argue about uh, whether or not we should push yeah. it. You know, and then Jack's like, you're not Locke. Uh, you disrespect his memory by wearing his face, but you're nothing like him. And then he says something like, uh, you know, uh, he was right about almost everything, and I wish I could have told him that, you know, before mm. he died. Mm. That's the closest they get, you know. He doesn't yeah. He doesn't really uh, – he doesn't really say like, oh, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There's another moment like that actually. Um, uh, uh, near the near the submarine, um, when they're about to get on the submarine, and uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. You know what yeah. I'm talking about? Right before yeah, he pushed him in the, the water. water right? yeah. yeah, that's the part I'm talking yeah. about, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one. Cause like, yeah, he's like, he's like, I don't know who told you. I forgot what it was. Uh. The island something something. <laughs> Stamp as you look it up. Yeah, uh, uh, I'll give you a topic. <laughs> I can't think of a topic. Um, <laughs> you know, she makes it look easy, but it's not that easy. Yeah. Um, yeah, no. Who is she? Uh, Linda Richmond. Isn't that Coffee Talk? Uh, Oh, the wow. one who always like was like, uh, I'm getting verklempt. Like, uh, Mike Myers. Okay, yeah. I'll give you a topic. Discuss amongst yourselves. Uh, I, it's always Rhode Island to me. That's the first one that comes to mind. Yeah. Rhode Island's either roller, road, Northern Ireland discuss. <laughs> exactly. Um, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Locke says, whoever told you you needed to stay had no idea what he was talking about. And then Jack goes, John Locke told me I needed to stay. And then he pushes him into the water. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. That I, was I the big moment. Something, something physical with, yeah. uh, this is for Locke. That was the one. That was the one. 
That was that. Yeah. That was that part about like get him in the water because he's allergic to water or something. Yeah, because he's wet, and when he's wet, he's what weaker. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, they just they got that idea randomly. <laughs> like, cause smoke and water don't mix or something. That's what the famous saying is. <laughs> Every kid knows smoke and water don't mix. Yeah. So they, so like, yeah, like I said, I feel like Jack kind of got that, but I, yeah. I really don't feel like the other characters did. No. You know, for, oh, a uh, good example was Rose and Bernard. Like, like, not only the thing I said about Rose, but, you know, uh, they're the ones that rescued Desmond from the well. And, yeah. you know, Man in Black shows up with his knife and he's like, Desmond, you better come with me or I'm going to kill them. You know, I don't think they have any idea that that's not Locke. Nope. <laughs> so, like, yeah. that's their last memory of Locke. Threatening to kill them. Yeah. Well. Yeah, Exactly. And so it's like again they but he's he's welcome in the church like really? <laughs> I think Ben should be able to come then. Yeah. <laughs> like if 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 he can come along after that. You know, it's just like yeah, I feel like they didn't they 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 didn't really establish those those relationships. There's too much conflict and you know, they they weren't like best pals all the time. <laughs> No, they weren't. You know, it's it, it's like not only did they not get along, but I mean they had like conflicts that were violent. <laughs> you know, and so it just it just I, I feel like the ending should have been Jack saying Locke, I should have listened to you, and Locke saying Jack, I should have listened to you. Yeah, <laughs> like they both should have just listened to each other because they were both right at different points about different things. Absolutely, absolutely, and yeah, it just it feels like they didn't really. It is. They didn't have that moment. And you know, I'll bring this thing up that I mentioned to you before. You know, uh, and I'll reiterate this for the listeners: is uh, I was went to this um, uh, lecture about like the psychology of storytelling, and the the speaker was talking about how the thing we want as an audience member is not the um, character, the main character, getting the positive outcome of the goal. The thing that we, I mean, we want that, but the thing that really can um, finishes the story emotionally is when they share that knowledge with somebody else. So it's all about the relationships, you know, and if you look at Joseph Campbell's um, uh, hero's journey, it's really the return with the elixir. The, it's, that's the part, you know, the very last beat is not just that the hero goes off and slays the dragon, which is the positive accomplishment of the goal. It's that they bring that knowledge back to the village and the tribe. That's the part that, that is the reason we care about story because, you know, story are fundamentally are, 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 is instructions on how to survive and, and how we relate to our reality, right? So it's, so it's, you know, people tell, tell stories that, okay, if I go out to the jungle and I climb the mountain and I go into the cave, there's a monster in the cave. And I need to tell you this story so you understand how to either fight danger or avoid danger. That That's really what stories are about. And so the, it's bringing that knowledge of the journey back that's important. Because if the hero goes off on the journey and, and, and you know, goes through the, the first 11 beats of that story, they go and fight the dragon and then die, that's not satisfying. Yeah. Even if the dragon is dead, what's satisfying is when the hero comes back and gets to tell that story to their people, and then we understand. Then we've learned something about life. We've learned a lesson. We understand. Don't go into that cave because there's danger there, or don't, you know, 
you know, even like a story like a, like a fable about the ant and the grasshopper. You know, it's a story about survival. It's about if you don't prepare for winter, you might die. Yeah. Um, so my point being, that's what we wanted out of the end of this. We didn't just want um, Jack to defeat Man in Black. We want them to share the knowledge with each other about what happened afterwards. Yeah. I think that's what's missing from Lost is that last beat of this is what happened and why, and them sharing that knowledge. And then the audience goes, ah, now the circle feels complete. Now we understand why they did this. It's not just important that they did it. It's it's more important that they share what they did with somebody else. Yeah. You know, and so that's what we always talk about the, the, the you know, lost the losties at a bar sharing their stories about what they went through on the island. That is what would be satisfying. Yeah. It's not that they went through these accomplishments and these trials and tribulations, but that they tell each other about them so they all understand what the dangers were, what their motivations were, and what they had to go through. And that would have been way more satisfying. And that's kind of what you know, in in a in a metaphorical sense, it's what they get out of the church scene. Yeah. You know, everyone's there and they're happy and they're smiling, but no one's no one's literally talking and saying these things. Yeah. But they but they're exuding that last beat of the return of the elixir of of the knowledge being shared and coming back to each other. But they yeah. didn't actually do it, so it's so it's not satisfying. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. That's what I was gonna say. Like the church scene is is almost that, you know, but. Mm-hmm. But they forgot, like, the the important part of that. Yeah, which is to say, hey, that wasn't me when Man in Black was pretending to be me. Yeah. You know, hey, that wasn't me who threatened you, Rose yeah. Bernard. You know what I mean? That Those kind of things are very important. Yeah, and, like, like they all they could have had that, you know? Yeah. They, they had the setup that they needed. Again, they're so close. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like they did have the instinct that you're talking about because that scene like kind of serves that function, but they didn't yeah. put in the part that really makes it work. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so it's just like almost, you know, they came almost. this close to the right thing. Yeah. <laughs> and they just didn't put in the point that like, we needed. Like, like again, Christian saying, Jack, you had yep. what it took. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know? They did the they, the whole. That's exactly you know. If you look at just Jack as the hero's journey, that's Jack's return with elixir is to say, I that my my default problem I had in the beginning of my story, I have now overcome that, and I need someone to acknowledge that. Yeah. And then if you acknowledge it, the audience goes, Ah, yes, the story is complete. Yeah. If you don't acknowledge it, it doesn't count. Right. You know, you can you it you can you can feel it. It feels like it it's complete, but it's not really complete. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I feel like the problem is that the scene with Christian is is all about um it's all about exposition. Like they're they're trying to explain the flash sideways. Yeah. And I feel like they kind of forget to have like the they forget to have the Jack Christian reunite moment, mm-hmm. you know, like because Christian is there to like explain this thing, and the, and like they're you know then they can like talk about like why are we here, like where are we going, like what's going on, you know, but there but there is no like vindication of Jack's like final actions or you know realization about like Christian's um uh opinion of Jack being wrong and 
you know, like, uh, sort of an, sort of an appreciation of what he's been through and, uh, mm-hmm. them like sharing that, you know, it doesn't, it just doesn't happen. Like, it's just like, this is the place that you made together and <laughs> this place works like this and you're here and then you're going to move on and mm-hmm. here we go. <laughs> yeah, here we go. Moving on. Like I said, we would. Yeah, exactly. And so there's no, and then they, when they walk in the church, it's just music and it doesn't seem like they're talking to each other at all. And yeah, I just feel like we needed we needed a few more lines. We needed a little more. We needed like, we needed some scenes with them together, like before they go in the church. Yeah. You know, where they can just, where they can like, just talk, you know, and they don't have to show us everything they say to each other, but like, give us a few lines. So we get an idea. Yeah. You know? Well, the first thing Christian should have said to Jack when he got there was, I knew you had it in you. Yeah. Or I knew you'd make it. Yeah. That should have been the first thing he said. And then explain the place. And then explain what he meant by, okay, I knew you'd make it here to this place that you guys built or whatever. Yeah. Like that, that should have been the first thing he said. Um, but you know, we talked about it before with Deep Space Nine. They had the scene, you know, uh-huh. the, at the, at the end of all, you know, like I said, the, the positive accomplishment at the end is, spoiler alert, they defeat the, the minion. Uh, <laughs> I guess you assume they would. Yeah. Um, but, <laughs> It'd be hilarious that, if that show ended with the Dominion wins. Yeah, um, like Starfleet is defeated. And, yep. Uh, yeah. Uh, but but that's the thing. That's not the end of the story. Watch any movie, any any studio Hollywood movie, or really kind of any movie. The character will complete their goal. That is not the last scene. Is them completing their goal. The Karate Kid is not the fight. The final fight is not the last scene. The last scene is when you talk to the person the main character talk, uh, cares about and they share that victory together. And then the audience goes, ah, yes, now the circle is complete. The circle is not complete when you destroy the Dominion. The circle is complete when the crew who've been on battling for seven years together are literally at a bar hanging out and enjoying each other's company. And you understand this is what it was for. Yeah. You know, it was so they can get to this point. Yeah. And it's really satisfying. Yeah. And I, uh, well, I won't bring that up. I was going to say something about Voyager, but that's a spoiler. Yeah. That's <laughs> it's true. Anyway, um, have we talked about how Lost sucks enough? Oh, <laughs> I got, I can keep going. Oh, I don't think we're done with that topic. <laughs> I'm just going to call it. Spoiler alert. Yeah, no, there's some more. There's some more. But uh, anyway, further instructions, you know, what are you going to do? Um, yeah, I mean, not a great episode. <laughs> no. You know, it, it. I think it has potential, and I think there's some tweaks they could have made, and it could have been better, but I do think fundamentally it's a bad idea for a story. <laughs> yeah. And they they just should have conceived of something something better for the outcome of the hatch implosion. Hatch implosion. <laughs> it's just like, you know, by the end of the episode, they've got all the characters back from the hatch implosion, and they're kind of moving on from that, you know? Mm-hmm. It's kind of just, 
getting getting the business of collecting the characters back at the beach camp. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's the main thing that's really accomplished. And that's just not a really compelling story the way they tell it. Yeah. You know? So yeah, I mean I'm I'm gonna say it. I, I think the Glass Ballerina was a better episode. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Who would have thunk it? I, I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have. But yeah, I mean this is just uh a real mess and and <laughs> it's <laughs> I think it's even sadder because like you said, like I want it to be better. I feel like it's about things that I'm more interested in than what Glass Ballerina's about. You yeah, know? but it just tells its story much more, um, much less uh, well, and it, the the story itself is just less well conceived. It's 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 uh, it's just uh, a mess. Yeah, I mean, and did Locke even ever figure out why he lost his voice? He was no. Once he once he goes, I need to save Echo. He was like, "Okay, the island took my voice because I need to save Echo." Like, huh? Yeah, it makes no sense. It's just like, yeah, it's back, bah, whatever. And it's like, why did Man in Black even think that would work? Yeah. Like, okay, you know what I'll do? I'll take his voice away. Then he'll make a sweat lodge, mm-hmm. and then I can give him a dream. Yeah. Why not just wait till Lot goes to sleep? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I you know I I don't know if I really want to see this but I like the idea of my my loophole centric episode where where we see him like uh looking at Log building the sweat lodge Oh nice and like <laughs> laughing his ass off literally laughing just like oh my <laughs> god look at this guy and he's like making the drugs and he's like yep. and he, he's going to eat it oh no he's going to eat it oh no <laughs> Like, I like to think him and Jacob are both watching that. Like that's their television. It's yep. just like watching Locke do stupid stuff. Yeah, it's like God, I didn't even need him to do this. Yeah. Jacob's like, oh, dude, take my money. You're right. He was a fucking <laughs> stupid. Oh no, no, take it. I bet's over. <laughs> yeah, because I I do think there's some cleaning up to do. Like I think all of the signs are there that it's him, but it doesn't. There isn't quite a clear reason provided, even in light of everything we know. Yeah. You know? And uh, I think that's a little bit disappointing. Because at least if the episode's going to be crappy, I mean, at least it could have a point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would have loved – I would have liked to see Echo versus the polar bear, just like Echo mm-hmm. getting captured and then Echo having to figure out a way to get out of that. Like, that would have been mm-hmm. more interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it was weird that he had the stick in his hand the whole time. Like, he's passed out, but he's got the stick in his hand. Like, how long was he holding on to that stick? Yeah. The, did the polar bear drag him from the implosion site all the way to that cave, and he's passed out yet holding that stick? Yeah, and wait a minute. What happened? Like, Locke had the stick fall from the tree on him. Yeah. Uh, oh, what was that? So, but maybe that was, that was – I don't know if that was his staff, but there was a stick in his hand. I don't know if that – I guess that wasn't his walking stick. It but must there was a stick in his hand when he was in the cave. Okay. Yeah, because I remember the stick you're talking about, and I assumed it was the one. But, yeah. Uh, but if it was the one, then it would mean that he grabbed the stick, and then the polar bear took him after Locke left. 
No, yeah, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> so yeah, there's there's no way, there's no way. So he just grabbed a stick, I, I guess, a, a random stick that was laying somewhere. Maybe he was gonna use this to try to fight the polar bear off. I guess, and then he passed out. I don't know. Yeah, Ugh, maybe. <laughs> but no, I think you're right. I mean, I that was what I was saying about the 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 fight with the polar bear. I mean, it's just it's just really free of suspense i mean it's there's just no sense of danger about it i mean the special effect being bad doesn't help but they could have shot it differently i mean they they could have made it feel like it matters a little more Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know but yeah i think shooting it from echo's perspective would have would have accomplished that and and polar bears they don't they uh, why would they ever do that i mean i guess okay it's man in black so yeah which i think makes more sense yeah. Because that's a question I've had for, since this aired, you know, like, why the <laughs> fuck did the polar bear just randomly kidnap Echo at some point? Like, Yeah, he looks like a fish biscuit. What the hell were they thinking? But, yeah, it adds up a lot more since it's the Man in Black sending him on the mission in the first place yeah. that, that he's the one setting it up. I can know uh, the only big thing I can think Man in Black is trying to do here is give Locke some confidence. Yeah. Because his confidence was shaken about the about the, the hatch, hatch. Yeah. So now he's okay. Listen, I will, I will, I will kidnap someone so you can be the rescuer, mm-hmm. and that'll give you confidence that you're the hunter. Yeah. I don't know for what yet, but mm-hmm. I'll keep watching and find out. I guess. Yeah. See if there's anything in the next part of the story that he will use against him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I think that's basically it. But I, I wish it were a little more concrete. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Like, that seems kind of vague. And I, I wish it had led to something more specific. Yeah. But, but yeah, I, I think that's the best we can do. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> that's lost. Yep. That's pretty good. Sometimes we can't even do that that much. That's true. That's true. Sometimes it's like, I don't even know what they were thinking. I got nothing. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, I think another thing that's weird about this show is that, um, uh, because of this big loophole plan and the man in black's like machinations, it's, you mean Deus Ex Machinations? I do. Thank you. <laughs> it's a completely different experience watching the show now than it was at the time. Yeah. You know? it's. I mean, it's sort of like Fight Club or something. It's like one of those things where once you know, you just can't watch it the same way anymore. Yeah, yeah. You know, because at the time, this played totally differently. Yeah, because you didn't know what was going on. And you assumed it would all make sense in the end. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. And it's just amazing what we were willing to accept. Like, okay, he built a sweat lodge, and then the island talks to him in the form of Boone, and it tells him to go rescue Echo from a polar bear. And it's like, yeah, Yeah. that sounds plausible. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. You just go along with it. That's what I was saying before. Like, how did I watch this and just – and not know, having this perspective and going, yeah, okay, this is all making sense. Yeah, yeah, like, okay, that sounds like that's part of the island's big plan for Locke. Like, <laughs> really? <laughs> like, it's just, it's hard for me to imagine. I, I, I think it's amazing that 
Did we ever, like, I don't know, I guess I would have to listen to all our old podcasts, it's going to take a while, to really know, <laughs> but, like, did we ever suspect, like, any, like, um, uh, you know, ulterior motives on, on the part of these, like, vision-sending people? The vision-sending people? What do you mean? Like, you know, I mean, it basically means the man in black, but, I mean, at the time... You know, did we ever suspect that, like, the thing talking to him has no. some other motive that is hidden? <laughs> I think – well, at this point, I think we're still thinking it's the island. Yeah. So we don't really know what that meant, but we thought – and I think we thought the island was uh neutral at least and benevolent at best. Yeah. So I don't think we thought there were any ulterior motives. And if you look at this episode, that does look like it. I mean, he does save Echo. It, mm-hmm. it seems like something good to do. We yeah. want Echo saved. So sure. that seems fine. Uh, but, but it's not until you say, well, who took his voice away in the first place? Yeah. And then you say, well, who made them have the vision? Yeah. Uh, you know, and we know ghosts can show up on the island, but that boon isn't ghost boon. Right. Uh, which is a funny word. Yeah. And, uh, well, and Locke, I mean, Locke can't see the ghosts anyway. You yeah, know, that's yeah, Hurley's yeah, big power. That's true. That's true. So, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't think it's till until we start seeing Christian and we know Christian's man in black that we say, oh, okay. Uh, I mean, I guess the Yimmy stuff too started playing into it about him being a man in black showing up as dead people. Mm-hmm. But, but, and, but, but yeah, but connecting Man in Black as dead people and Man in Black giving dreams, I think. Yeah. Was the later thing. Yeah. Yeah. Because we were still waiting on, we were still waiting on the island, the reveal of what the island is. And the island is nothing. The island is either Jacob or Man in Black. Yeah. But that's the problem. Like, we, we find out that the smoke monster can appear as dead people. But, I mean, the smoke mo- – is there – what's the connection between the smoke monster and the island? Like, we don't really know. Yeah. Like, for all we know, the smoke monster is, you know, the spokesperson for the island, you know, or the mm-hmm. security system that guards the islands. Yeah. You know, like, we don't really know what the relationship is there, and I think we could assume that – it, it it is speaking for the island, you know, just like mm-hmm. Christian says, like, yeah, no, I'm speaking for Jacob. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, like you could sort of assume that that's still part because we just don't know the smoke monster is the bad guy here. And and if we were using any kind of logic, which you can't, but on the show, but it should have been like, well, how can the island want anything? Mm-hmm. It's got to be a person who wants something. The island yeah. is an inanimate object. Right. It can't want anything. Right. And that's really the main idea at the end of the show was, yeah, the island doesn't actually want anything. It's yeah. not a thing. It's other entities connected to the island who want things. Right. Right. Yeah, I mean, they had us convinced that the island had this will and this this sentience. Because you know? of perspective and the meaning we placed on the things we saw and exactly like they we were we bought into the same thing you know we called this stuff visions from the island the same reason the characters did yeah you know because we assumed oh well it must be coming from somewhere oh it must be the island we'll give the island personification yeah yeah yeah, exactly. And uh uh 
the man in black plays right into that. Like, okay, I'll be the island. Yeah, I'll be the island. No problem. Sure. No problem. If you want to say I'm the island, if you'll do what I say, <laughs> works for me. Bob, Bob's your uncle. Yep. Bob's your island. Yeah, why not? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, no, I don't think there'll ever be a show like this, man, where it's just Never. so many, so much weirdness and inconsistency and greatness. Greatness! And horribleness. Horrible, horribleness. And, <laughs> um, and even when you figure something out, you really can't even be sure mm-hmm. if that even, even if it works. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, uh, it's like a, it's, it's literally, it's like a puzzle you can never solve. You know, it's like, uh, like a like a ten thousand piece puzzle, and you don't have the box, so you don't know what the picture should look like. And you can rearrange the puzzle and come up with images. Oh, here, this is what the picture should be. Uh, yep. Well, this this part didn't kind of work. Okay, let's mm-hmm. rearrange the pieces some more. Okay, this is what the image should be. No, yep. well, that kind of doesn't work. And you just spend eternity rearranging pieces, never knowing like what. You can never stop because you don't, you don't know what the final, even if, even if you, that's, that's, I think that's the irony and the, the tragic irony of the situation is even if we came up with the perfect answer to something or the perfect, uh, formula or idea or way to look at this, we wouldn't know if we were right. Yeah. You know, so with that puzzle analogy, yeah, you might rearrange the pieces and luck upon what the box says it, says it should be, but since you don't have the box to compare, you don't even know. You know, it's kind of like right. sliders, you know, the TV show sliders where they're sliding through different dimensions sort of randomly and they actually get to the dimension they're supposed to be in, you know, their home planet dimension, mm-hmm. but they don't even know it and right. they just keep going on. You know what I mean? So it's like that where it's like that's kind of the the sad part is there is no per- perfecting it. Right. Well, that's the thing. I mean, ultimately, the show is flawed. I mean, all TV shows have um you know mistakes they have you know writing you know there be there, there can be plot holes there can be continuity errors there can be you know little things that happen um actors disputes uh th- you know something happens on the set something gets lost in editing there's all these things that can happen where you know uh it might be it's really hard for us to tell the difference you know, yeah. between that and, like, things that are fundamental to the story. Mm-hmm. So when we're trying to come up with an explanation for what we see, like, it's really hard to separate out, like, what's an essential detail that really has an explanation and what's, like, a thing where, you know, uh, they just made it like that for X, Y, Z reason that isn't actually very important. <laughs> Yeah, they let they let the actor, you know, they let uh, Hugo Reyes mm-hmm. draw a picture, and you know, and therefore we look at it and go, oh, that's important. But it's, mm-hmm. no, they just let him draw whatever he wanted. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. It's just it's just like a little thing where they thought, yeah, I mean, it, he it, where he thought, oh, I'll draw something that's like kind of relevant, you know, mm-hmm. and it'll be interesting. But, you know, yeah, analyzing it is a waste of time. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And there's probably some stuff like that where it's like we really shouldn't overanalyze this part, but you don't necessarily know that, you know, all the time. Yeah. And so, again, there you are in that position of every lost character where, 
you just have to look at what's there and like do your best to figure out what's going on. Yeah. And yeah, that's, uh, that's the that's the quest we're on here. <laughs> it's it's a really thankless quest, but we're gonna keep going anyway. We get a thanks every now and then. Yeah, that's true. That's true. It's just uh, endless. I, I do feel like we've had a fundamental breakthrough in the course of this rewatch. Um, oh yeah. You know about how central this perspective thing is, and it's given me a new a new uh, outlook on the whole show. And like, that's something that I think really wouldn't have happened without all of this, the, you know, the accumulation of these years and years and years of Mm -hmm. watching this show and talking about it and thinking about it, you know, before like that finally came together. It's kind of like, you know, that 10,000 hour rule or whatever, Mm -hmm. you know, it it, it took 10,000 theories about what's going on before we lucked upon, oh, it's like this. Yeah. Oh, okay, this is what we should be using to look at the show. Okay. Exactly. Exactly. And, uh, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm amazed that that's happened, but on the other hand, like, it is, I mean, it's, it's kind of, it's not um, something you put on your resume. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, is that what you're talking about? What are you saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there is that. I mean, it is kind of ridiculous. It's a lot of work for like a kind of disappointing payoff in a way, because like the payoff is like, oh, but you kind of can't find the answers. <laughs> mm-hmm. The answer is there's no answer. Yeah, exactly. Like that's kind of what you're getting. Um, but I will say that I haven't heard that that particular perspective on the show really articulated anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's, I mean, I think it's pretty original and I think it's one th- quote unquote, like theory, not really theory, but sort of perspective on the show that really holds up. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like there just, there really isn't a part of the show where it's like, you don't see that really being highlighted. Yeah. You and know, it's- so frequently there's there's yeah. almost no theory or idea of the show that's more frequently highlighted than characters see something they interpret it and that's it and yeah. how they interpret it uh is different depending on the character yeah and uh, and it matters that it's different depending on the character and that's the point it's not just a coincidence that that happens you know it's not just saying oh people interpret things yeah of course every tv show has people interpreting things but you don't have you know you're not watching Grey's Anatomy, uh, and like one doctor interprets something and another doctor interprets, and just one's in there both right or they're both mm-hmm. wrong, you know what I mean? Like, it, there's a fact there to be found, even if yeah. they're arguing about what the case is, by the end of the episode, they, they're they on the same page about what's going on here. They're not saying, oh, I saw it and it looks like Evil Incarnate. Oh, I saw it and it was beautiful. <laughs> you know, like, right. no, like, yeah, so it is interesting to, to get to that point of understanding like this the, the what is the fundamental viewpoint to look at the show and uh and, and to see how, how all this works out and um yeah I hopefully one day we'll get uh we were talking about the soft podcast we'll get Carlton and Damon on the podcast and uh and we can uh uh pitch this thing to them and see how how when they were writing the show how big uh, of an influence that idea of perspective and meaning and misplaced meaning um 
uh, ha- had when they were writing the show. Yeah, yeah, I'm curious. Like, cause I think it could go either way. Like, whether it was, like, they consciously built that into the fabric of the show, or whether it was just kind mm-hmm. of organically a product of the kind of, of show mystery, they were writing. Yeah, of like a mis- yeah, like a mystery show where they're not gonna give definitive answers. Yeah. And maybe naturally out of that you get characters, different perspectives and different meanings. Yeah. Or do you say, listen, no, 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 guys, we're going about this thing. We're talking about perspective. That's our underlying theme. So when this thing happens, we got to have an opposite thing happen so we can telegraph to the audience that it's all about perspective. Yeah. Like, like the storyline with Echo. Is it literally like, no, 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 no. We need Echo to have a different opinion about the button than lock. So we can, Mm -hmm. from the same, from viewing the same thing. Mm -hmm. You know, seeing the same evidence, pe- two people have different, uh, two different opinions about what that means. You know, right. is that, was that just because, hey, we want some conflict or was that, okay, no, we're trying to hammer this theme about perspective. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good question. And, uh, yeah, I'd love to get those guys on. There's, there's that. I, and I feel like ultimately, like the, the thing I would love besides just being able to talk to them, which is this cool inherently, um, mm-hmm. is that, uh, I always get really frustrated when people interview them because mm-hmm. I always feel like they don't ask the right questions. They never do. You know, every time I'm like, really? Like you get to interview them and that's all you got? Yeah. You ask them about the polar bear. You yes. ask them about the most, the stuff you can go look up anywhere. They've answered it 20,000 times. Yes. Yes, and it's just like, it's just like, oh, this one guy that interviewed, and he, oh, and he was actually, like, he interviewed Damon, and he was like, so they were dead the whole time, right, and it was just like, oh, my God, and then he had to sit there and explain to him very didactically, no, they weren't dead the whole time, remember when Christian said this, that meant they weren't dead the whole time. That's really upsetting. I, I, that reminds me, I just saw a clip of, uh, on YouTube, um, uh, John Cusack was being interviewed. It's a short clip called uh, How Not to Start an Interview. Mm-hmm. And it's this, like, young college girl. They're, like, just about to start the interview from some new movie he was in. And she goes, oh, you know, this is really funny because uh, I was just I was just texting my friend. I'm, I'm missing my film class right now. And guess what? They're watching today. They're watching American Beauty. Isn't that funny? <laughs> and he's like, why is that funny? <laughs> And she's like, because you were in it. He's like, no, I wasn't. Uh, yeah, weren't you? No. She's like, yeah, American Beauty. She's like, what's the one with the roses? What's the one with the rose petals? <laughs> oh, my God. She's it like, seems no. like a sketch. Yeah, seriously. And, he, and he's like, no, I wasn't in that. She, and she's like, oh, am I just really confused? She goes, yeah, I think you are. Oh. And I'm like, I can't believe that someone gets to have any moment of time with somebody as interesting as John Cusack and has no idea that he's not in American Beauty. He thought that you know, was that Kevin Spacey? <laughs> I guess she, I, I think, she, I don't think she thought that was Kevin Spacey. I think she thought she John thought, Cusack was in American Beauty. Well, yeah, exactly. I think she just got the, yeah. And maybe, but I don't know, maybe she'll interview Kevin Spacey and go, <laughs> yeah, say anything was one of my favorite movies. <laughs> Yeah, I just I that that really it's really unnerving when someone gets that kind of privilege and and mm-hmm. has no qualifications for it. Yeah. Yeah, 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 they don't really appreciate it and it's just like, yeah, yeah I feel like it it you know, and it just it reinforces like 
you know, one of Damon's biggest frustrations and, like, you know, one of the things that led to him uh, going on Twitter and, like, declaring that he won't comment on the finale anymore. Like, I think he just got fed up with this whole, yeah. like, you know, they're dead all the time, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, my God. You know, like, how many times can they say no before people will believe them? Like, it's mm-hmm. – it's and, and Carlton, Carlton said in an interview, like, his biggest regret – about the finale was them listening to the ABC executive who told them to put in uh, some footage uh, after the credits so they didn't, like, go into commercial right after, like, Jack closes his eyes. And they found that, you know, that footage of the plane yeah. from from, uh, from season one and just put it in thinking it would be, you know, a nice little moment. Like, I didn't mean it to mean anything. It was just, you know, but, like, that – that really made people think they were dead the whole time. <laughs> yep, yep. And he, and that was his biggest regret about the finale. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like a finale filled with things that I would regret if I were him. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> you know, but it's like I can understand. Like they, they wanted to tell a certain story, and like a huge portion of the audience just totally misinterpreted. Forever, forever and ever and ever there will be – a percentage of people who will think they were dead the whole time and they will never be unable to be convinced. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They, they, they're just, they're so sure. And it's like, and this guy, when he was talking to Damon, he was sure he was like, no, no, but they were, the island was just this like metaphorical afterlife thing. Like it was like purgatory. And he's like, no. Wow. (laughs) It's like, why are you explaining the show to Damon? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing of like the lady. No, you were in American Beauty. It's like, once he, once he says no once, yeah. you just be like, okay, I'm wrong then. Yeah. I'm not going to convince you you were in a uh, popular movie you weren't in. Don't argue. It's like, no, why are you lying? <laughs> no, yeah, let me go get the movie. I'll show you the yeah. scenes you're in. We're going to IMDb like, this right now. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, why didn't you IMDb him before? Yes, yes. <laughs> It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And like, yeah, I I feel like we could have an interesting interview with them where we don't we don't ask them questions that they've already heard a million times before. Yeah. We don't have to ask them like, can you tell us answer for X mystery? Yeah. <laughs> you know, cuz they probably don't want to do that either. Yeah. But I think I think we could still have a really interesting interview where we really learn things about like how they put the show together, you know, what their thought process was and stuff like that behind the scenes cuz I think they would be yeah, willing to sure. answer questions like that. Yeah, yeah. You know, um without just like who was on the outrigger, you know, like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Like that's that's, you know. So yeah, I I'm I'm hoping we can do it. I'm hoping we can do. Yeah, that. we got to figure out a game plan to uh, some sort of some sort of uh, marketing pitch to them uh, how we're gonna how we're gonna do it and uh, contact them and see what. Uh... Carlton's on Twitter. Damon's yeah. not. Unfortunately, not anymore. Um. So maybe we'll get our listeners to start maybe retweeting uh tweeting to to Carlton like hashtag Lost Lowdown mm-hmm. or something and. Uh, get his attention to, uh, to, to try to be on the podcast. Yeah. I feel like one thing we gotta tell them is that, uh, you know, we gotta tell them about our podcast. Like, they have to understand that we had a 35 hour podcast about the family. Yeah, yeah. We have to somehow be like, listen, we podcast 
what I don't know, more than 500 hours at this point yeah. or something. Yeah. Like, we kind of know the show a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, think yeah. I think that and and saying we won't ask you any question you've been asked before. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. They'll be all original questions. Exactly. Exactly. And uh uh yeah, because because also we're still the uh no, we're still god, okay. We are currently the only lost podcast running, I believe. Really? I mean there's this chronologically lost podcast, but it's you know, it's about that. You know, mm-hmm. um, and they just started, uh, but I, all the other last podcasts, at least all the ones I'm aware of have ended now. So I feel like we're really, <laughs> we're really like the last oh. one standing here. Yeah. <laughs> and we're the first to start, but we'll be the last. Exactly. Exactly. We're making up for that like year and a half where we weren't podcasting. Yeah. Well, that's a nice, uh, they, there's not even any new podcasts about Lost, like those rewatch ones. Are they yeah, all done? There, yeah, there was a, a rewatch one, um, but it's done now. Wow. So yeah, because they went through it a lot faster, and uh, yeah, they just boom, they're just done. Wow. <laughs> so yeah, they they ended like a month ago or so. Um, it, but you know, it was frustrating, at least for me. I mean, I listened to it because like I'll listen to anything, but. It's the other Lost podcast, in case anyone's interested. Um, uh, it was frustrating for me because they had new people on the show, and that's kind of the gimmick with these rewatches. Yeah. Like, they always have new people, and it's supposed to be friendlier for people who are watching the show for the first time. You know, obviously our show's not like that anymore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you want to watch the show for the first time, you need to go back to our old, old, old podcast. Yeah, yeah. And uh, listen to those. That's the only way. Because um, I think we just can't have, like, interesting – and that's a problem they had. Like, there were people who had seen the show, but they couldn't speak freely. Yeah, it's like I under, I get the impetus to kind of have somebody on the podcast who can represent the audience being new, but but you you're stuck at what you can talk about. You can't yeah. really. The whole point of a rewatch is that you've seen the whole thing. Yeah. Exactly. So exactly. You can talk about the whole thing. Yeah. And so yeah, they were just they were forced to uh stifle like things that they might have wanted to say, and so it just really limited the discussion. You know, because – and they had to, like, pretend to, like, engage, <laughs> like, when the newbies would be like, here's what I think's happening. And it's like, wow, you're way off, you know. Oh, no. That's just a waste of time. Exactly. To be like, oh, I think it's this. Yeah, it, you're wrong. And what, <laughs> I, what can I say? I mean, keep watching. Like, shut up. Yeah, yeah. Like, they, they, they never – I mean, they never really called any of the big reveals. They were always off base. And, you know, so were we. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, everyone was. Like, no one thought, oh, yeah, they're going to do a flash forward, and then, like, they're going to time travel, and then, you know, it's like, <laughs> no one thought that stuff was going to happen. I mean, it, you know, it was, that was part of what made the show fun to watch. And, like, it's cool for new, I, I envy people who can, like, watch the show for the first time. 
Because yeah. it really is exciting to watch the first time. Cause... If you if you could have lost on Blu-ray all of it at once, you've never seen it and you haven't been spoiled, you're really lucky. Yeah. You can you can speed through that whole thing, and every crappy episode is so much less crappy when you have it on demand. Yeah. And yeah, that's the best way to watch it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's uh yeah, I definitely I definitely envy that perspective. I mean, I like talking about the show with this like really intense knowledge of it that I have now, but uh there is something special about that first time. I mean, that's what captured me originally, you know? Yeah. It's just the the possibilities of those mysteries are really exciting when you don't know where they're going. Yeah. For sure. You know, and uh, so, like, I, I appreciate that, but as, you know, someone who's really familiar with the show, it, it was just, at times it was like, oh, my God, <laughs> like, what are they, what are they doing? Like, how can they have a discussion like this? Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's just, it's so, uh, it's such a stifling, you know, circumstance to be in because, you know, they can't really uh have an honest conversation because even if they don't like just blurt out a bunch of spoilers i mean mm-hmm. what they choose to talk about you could tell like by the topics they chose and by like the way they chose to talk about them you could tell that they knew what was going to happen like by the things they chose to highlight you know yeah. so it's like ultimately it fails anyway because mm-hmm. like the new people are going to know like well they're highlighting this and that didn't seem important to me at all you yeah, know? I think you'd have you'd have to have a podcast where no one on the podcast is seen lost. Yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. It looks like there's there's one podcast that's like it's still going. A lost rewatch. They've only what? they started in June of 2014. Oh shit! What is it called? Uh, lost rewatch. Lost rewatch. Wow, I've never heard of it. Lost rewatch. That simplecast.fm. Okay. Their last one was September 16th. All the best cowboys have daddy issues. They're only on episode ten wow, of season early. one. Yeah, but if they just started, so I guess that makes sense. They're saying they're going to do one a week. Okay, well that'll go fast. Oh yeah, yeah I see it. I see yeah. it. You're right. Okay. Well, there they are. There's a new one. Well, here's the thing. I think we now have the title of the longest running Lost podcast. <laughs> Absolutely. Which is a nice title to have. So. Um, yep. Yeah, no, I'd say there's no doubt about that anymore. Yeah. Every every uh, uh, podcast that ran longer than us has been done for years now. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, we're definitely there. And uh, I'm sure we're also the longest. <laughs> mm-hmm. The longest and the longest. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, yeah, we're, we're clearly committed, you know. <laughs> Or we need to be committed. Zing. <laughs> a little of both. A little of both. And we're also not like hashtag assholing Damon all the time. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> oh, man. Hashtag asshole. Oh, yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I can't get that out of my head. It's so, I don't know. It's just so openly contemptuous. Like, yeah, yeah. It's just amazing. Hashtag asshole. Like, really? <laughs> wow. Wow. Like, if you want to search for this later, the keyword here is asshole. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> exactly. 
filed this under asshole. Yeah, it's so it's so funny. Yeah, and it yeah, was like the Breaking bad. bad finale was good. Like that was therefore David's an asshole. <laughs> like, yeah, some other show that's completely different had something different happen. Hashtag asshole. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's just like, huh? And by the way, by the way, who is talking about the Breaking Bad ending now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, like how many people are still discussing that? That show's yeah. over, and, I, you know, it was a good show, but, man, I, I, I think I think people need to get a little perspective. <laughs> yep, yep. Cause like, you know, you can write an ending like that, but it, it doesn't, it doesn't last. Yeah. Cause know? it's, cause it's literally over. It literally, you have put it to bed. It's done. There's yeah. nothing more. I mean, the only one that I can say that's, that's more like lost or, or at least is more open after it's over is, uh, Sopranos. Yeah. You know, but that's cause it had an ambiguous ending. Yeah. And people Even do though, still talk about that ending. Even though he just apparently came out, David, um, was David Chase? Chase, yeah. He came out and gave the definitive answer to whether Tony was alive or dead, uh, recently. What's but the I don't answer? know. Well, well, I don't know if he gave an answer and I assume it's the truth, but I don't <laughs> know if it was one of those situations of like, he just gave an answer to shut up the interviewer, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, but spoiler alert, if you, don't want to hear i will preface this as a spoiled alert mm-hmm. but the answer is uh he's not dead yeah yeah that's what i, I figured how, how satisfying is that right i mean it's kind of like either he's dead or he's not yeah it's more interesting if he's not i guess and so there he's not i i i mean okay i didn't really watch the sopranos oh okay i i saw i saw like uh two episodes in season one um, like the Sopranos kind of predated my interest in television mm-hmm. and I never went back to like rewatch it. I have vague yeah. like plans, like maybe someday I'll, I'll, I'll go watch it. Um, yeah. so, so I don't really know. I have watched the final scene. Um, mm-hmm. cause it was, I mean, it was a huge story and I think that kind yeah. of illustrates the point I'm making that like, I, I, I think, um, and people still talk about it as like a notable ending. Yep. Um, that, yeah, when you, when you end something like that, it does leave you with something that you can still think about later, you know? But when I watched it, I never thought that he was dead. <laughs> I don't mm-hmm. know. I mean, like, I, I, since I didn't watch the show, my perspective is a bit off, but like, it seemed to me like it just cut off in the middle of whatever was going on and that there wasn't, the point was that, like, the point wasn't like, oh, he just got killed. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's just... well, and it's it's one of those weird. It's not like you know you can look at the Breaking Bad finale and actually ask, "Is Walt dead or alive?" Because it's yeah, you know, he's still kind of alive the last time we see him, even though he's dying. Right. Uh, but I think with with uh, Sopranos, it was more. It was it was less than that. It was more of okay, somebody's coming out of the bathroom, whatever. Is that guy gonna kill Tony? Yeah. Right, uh, and right. The question, and that, that's so much more open-ended, you know, than somebody who's literally dying in the last shot. Right. Yeah, 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 exactly. Exactly. Because I think, yeah, I mean, just according to, I mean, they could they could come back and make, like, Breaking Bad 2 and, you know, say, oh, mm-hmm. Walt lives, you know, the blue math is back, you know, like, if they want. But I think the normal, like, film language tells you, like, that that was him dying. Yeah. 
you know. And for the story, it totally makes sense. Like he, yeah. he got the money. He got to his family. I mean, all the stuff sort of played out. He killed the Nazis, whatever, you know. Yeah, there's no reason for him to be alive. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Like he's accomplished his his goal, and yeah. And he still had cancer, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the thing. The cancer came back. Yeah, so he was. I mean, he was gonna die that's anyway. The other part thing too. Yeah, he's got. It's not like he got cured of cancer. So yeah, and it was it was getting worse. Like that was something that they talked about at the end. So yeah, I mean, it's it's um. Spoiler for Breaking Bad, by the way. <laughs> Is it too late? <laughs> yeah, it's fine. We've said enough spoilers, I think. If you're still listening to this podcast at this point, come on. Yeah, yeah, this isn't this really a long one. This isn't really a spoiler-free podcast, but yeah, yeah, most of you are probably asleep by now. Anyway, <laughs> wake up. Just got some subliminal Breaking Bad spoilers, but yeah, I mean, uh, I think even if yeah, even if he somehow lived uh, through the being shot thing, uh, he uh, he would have died shortly. Anyway, yeah. So yeah. I think effectively for the story purposes, like he's dead. Yeah, yeah. You know, whether whether then or like a few months later. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's you know while he's sitting in jail awaiting trial. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like what else would happen at that point? <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, so it's like yeah, yeah, his his he he put his bloody fingerprints on stuff, so mm-hmm. like on the on the evidence so he's definitely going down for it yeah 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 exactly well i mean they were i mean he was being he everyone knew about him like mm-hmm. he was being hunted they they knew once they find him yeah yeah he's going to it's all over. it's all over. so yeah and it's just like i really i did i did like the ending but it it's yeah it's kind of it's just it wraps the whole thing up and and you know you're just kind of done after it's over mm-hmm. yeah you know? and it's it's really strange to me to look at that and be like I want Lost to end like that mm-hmm. <laughs> you know because I feel like if Lost ended like that um you know who would even care to write hashtag asshole. <laughs> Yeah, and I think that's that's part of the problem, right? Is when you you kind of know when you have hit a nerve is when people have a strong opinion. Yeah, you know, you can you can wrap something up nice and neatly, and no one ever talks about it again. That might be satisfying, but if somebody has a strong opinion, that means you, you did something interesting. Yeah, you know, it might not have worked for everybody, but you did something that's interesting. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You don't get people that, like, <laughs> enraged without actually provoking them in some way with something mm-hmm. that, you know, they must have on some level appreciated. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know? Cause, like, no, one, no one, like, misses every episode of Lost, just watches the end and goes, oh, my God, worst episode ever, hashtag asshole. You right. know what I mean? Like, exactly. You were – you, they 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 hooked you in at some point. That's why you're so upset. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just I you know it's just hard for me to understand because yeah, I mean any show that I was that invested in, I think I no matter how much I hate the ending, 
I mean, I just I can't imagine being that enraged. Well, you know, it's 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 a symptom of entitlement. Yeah. You know, people feel entitled to everything. They feel entitled to have every kind of experience they want to have whenever they want to have it. So yeah, it didn't live up to their very narrow uh, definition of what it should have been. So therefore, they feel entitled to be outraged instead of saying. Well, you know, 99% of the show was great, or I liked 75% of it, or mm-hmm. I liked everything but the ending. But, you know, it's kind of like, you know, like Robert McKee says, while well, I'm at the end, are you losing? It, it is yep. kind of like if the last moment leaves a bad taste in your mouth, that's all anybody, well, you know, people who don't have that perspective, that's that's the last thing they go is, they, right. oh, okay, well, this is this whole thing. You know, they throw the baby out with the bathwater and say, well, since you didn't live up to my expectation with the very last episode, this whole entire endeavor was for naught. You know, like right. you should have never made this then yeah. because I wasn't happy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just, that's just entitlement. Yeah, I guess so. It's just, yeah, it's just strange to me. Cause it's like, yeah, I mean, they didn't, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, uh, they, they didn't, it's not like they made it just for you. Mm-hmm. But didn't they? I mean, they, that's what entitlement means. I know, I know. No, you're right, you're right. That's what they call it entitlement. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, it's that, it's that weird belief that somehow it is all about them. Yeah. And, and therefore they're justified in calling him an asshole because right. he should have known they were only making the show for him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. No, that's a good yeah. point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people are really kind of the worst. That's that's. I think yeah. that's the biggest irony in life is people are the best and people are the worst. Yeah. And that's pretty much it. Man of Black and Jacob were both right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yep. I feel like that's what somebody should have said is, listen, it's not one of the other guys. It's 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 both and, not either or. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone should have come in and yeah, eh, they didn't do that. Yeah, like mother, you know, somebody like mm-hmm. you know, kids, stop fighting. It's both and not either or. Exactly. <laughs> oh, Alice and Janie. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Poor Alice and Janie. <laughs> <laughs> Why poor her? <laughs> I just I think she got cast in a really difficult part. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, yeah. Would you like to play mother to the deities on the island? <laughs> okay, that sounds easy. No one's going to have any strong opinions about that character. Yeah, yeah, and I remember reading that, like, she called them and was like, can you, like, explain to me what I'm talking about? Nice. And and they were like, eh, no. just go with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's probably the smartest thing to do. Just just do it. Yeah, just just say the lines. Don't worry it's about it. It's not going to help if we explain it. Yeah, exactly. Then you can ask us to explain the explanation. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Every question that you ask will only lead to another question. Yeah, I wonder if they wrote that. They're like, Allison, there's a line in your script that's the answer to your question. <laughs> we wrote that because we knew you'd have questions. Exactly. And it's like, I, I really, yeah, like it's, 
it's it's interesting when Lost like talks to the audience like that. Yeah, yeah. You know, they they do that sometimes. Or it's mm-hmm. like it's like they're not even. It doesn't even feel like the characters are addressing each other anymore. All, all that's missing is them looking directly at the camera. Yeah, like, you can tell they're talking to the audience. So yeah, so exactly. And I just I think that at least in my experience with many uh, mysteries and you know anything that has like questions that are resolved or not, I think there's a limit to that. I really don't think that that's necessarily true you know Mm -hmm. i think there are answers that you can give where you don't really like you could ask more questions but you you don't have to like like there you know i mean there's a certain point where most of the audience is is going to be satisfied with that yeah and doesn't need to ask but what about the next you know thing that that raises you know like Mm -hmm. Like, I, I, I think a lot of stories find a way of answering questions where y- you can just stop with the answer that they give. Yeah. You know? There's a point of satisfaction that's not the same as answering every single question somebody can think of. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like that's just not necessarily true. Like, I think they could have answered things in such a way that, it didn't just – I mean, there would be more questions by some, of course, but, like, a large portion of the audience would have been satisfied. But they're, they're sort of acting like no matter what they do, yeah. you know, everyone's going to keep asking makes, them things. That answer works within the uh, time limits of a TV show because I think, I think it's more true in, like, in a TV show than maybe, like, in a novel, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, there's probably – between – the the the, que- the initial question and the ultimate answer is maybe ten questions long, and we might get to the first two questions. But if you try to ask the third and fourth question, we don't have time to get to the tenth question. So it's kind of true within in, in terms of like the limits of the storytelling, right? You know, but I think for most people, it's kind of like, well, but if you get to the fifth question, I'd be happy. Yeah, you know, give me the or the fifth answer, I'd be happy. You know. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, the next one I don't really need anymore. It was the first five that I was really having trouble with. Yeah, yeah. You know? Because I certainly feel that way. Like, there's there's a huge uh, range of questions that I have about Lost, and there's definitely some that I could totally live without the answers. Mm-hmm. You know? And if they gave me certain answers, I mean, I think they, you know, that could suffice. Yeah. You know. And then some some answers answer other questions, so you don't have mm-hmm. to ask, ask those questions because you got the answers from the other question that's related. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, like, uh, I mean, I didn't love it, but the way they – it was like there were two questions. How did the Black Rock end up on the island, and how did the statue get broken? Yeah. It turns out that the Black Rock was in a flood, and it knocked over the statue. Yeah. What more do you need to ask after that? That's it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that well, that that mystery is closed. I have no lingering like you know doubts about the Black Rock and the statue. Yeah. You know, I feel like that's so. It's just like eh, it didn't really lead to anything else. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, and you know they. 
I, I think they could have done that. So it's just, I don't know. Like, I understand why they wanted to say that, but I just, I feel like it's not necessarily true. Yeah, yeah. It's true to a small extent, but it's not, it's not true in totality. It's yeah. Yeah. And I feel like they're using it as kind of an excuse for why they're not going to, um, give certain answers. And I just don't really buy that that's necessarily a good reason. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's a good answer though. It's a good reason not to answer something is to be like, well, you only have more questions. <laughs> like, yeah. okay, fine. Yeah. And I mean, it's very lost. Yeah. You know. And, and I, oh, I do, yeah. I do appreciate that, that aspect. Cool, man. Well, uh, anything else on uh, further instructions or lost in general? Are we still talking or, uh, about further instructions? Well, um, no. Uh, I, well, certainly one day, yes. But I think for the moment, um, that's good. All right. Well, until next time, uh, thanks and namaste. Namaste and good luck.